the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. I'm working on something just at the moment, so if I get choppy, I apologize, but I should be ready in just a second. Are you baking us a cake? No. <sighs> All right, be that way. It's, it's fine. I no, will. it's not. No, it's not. I want a cake. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just saying. <laughs> Go on, and- then. And Mr. K is coming through crystal clear and five by five, so all is well. What about me? <clears throat> Am I crystal clear too? You're so sounding far. so far, yes. Hey. I think I hear um, Andros as well. That's right. Hi. Hello. Excellent. Hi. Hello. All I'm Hello. missing. All I'm missing is uh, Blind Geek, and the bubbles are still rising in his avatar as uh, he is uh, being attempted to be reached. Shows him online. Wait a minute, what does it show me? Shows me as a way. Why does it always default to a way? <laughs> I'm not a way. It had, I had gotten the little flag that you were online, and that's why I scampered over. I only just this minute, uh, just this minute arrived. So what happened last time? Oh, first of all, two weeks ago. Wow. Wow, it's been that long. Wow. It was two weeks ago, and um, on that Wednesday, something attacked me from outer space. Oh, dear. I don't know what it was, but holy crap. (laughs) It it was wicked. Were you a big ball of misery? Oh my! I think God. you were bitten by the no- Novo virus, which is apparently floating around all over the place. Oh, what is that? Oh, delightful! Yeah. <laughs> what is the That's Novo the, virus? Um, is it Novo or Noro? Is it Noro? Uh oh. Noro. Noro virus Noro or Noro? Noro. Oh, yeah. sorry. Noro virus. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. That's that's where. That's that's like stomach bugs to end all stomach bugs. It's just evil. Okay, this was is not that. that is then. that the sort of thing you had? No, it wasn't that. Oh, good. Well, then never mind. You didn't have. To no, I I was able to I was able to produce at will purest green. <laughs> okay then. But. But well, thank you for not, sharing. That's wonderful. Okay. Not through <laughs> any. How's everybody else? Not through any external okay, chemistry or alchemy, else. but uh, wow, mm. this thing knocked me on my ass what for ten talent. days. You know how sick I was. Let me tell you, I you went were to that the. Sick. I went to the doctor. I I went to the doctor. That's, that's how sick. sick I was. Yes. Did you wait till day nine? Yes. That's what I tend to do. Yes. That's what I do too. But um, wow, that was uh, well, gruesome. Baby, you feeling better now then? 
Oh, well, by far, much, much better. Worn out. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a limp rag. I mean, it was a, it's one of those things where you cough so much that you discover tendons and ligaments and muscles that surround your rib cage that you had no idea you had. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Oh, God. That hurts a lot. And, and you can feel another cough coming on, and you practically want to cry because you know how much it's going to hurt. Yeah, I hate that. It, it's uh, it, they they tended to come on sudden, and there was also it it would not go away for more than forty five minutes to an hour at a time. So any attempted oh. sleep, any attempted sleep was like oh too bad, tough tough noogies. You're not sleeping. Wow. Well, no wonder you took the night off, or Pookie. I yeah. know. I feel tough and proud now that I've relayed all that and shared my my miseries and illness with you all. <laughs> That's part of what's supposed to happen when, you know, groups of friends gather is you dump your whatever <laughs> miseries you happen to have onto them with glee and great detail. There. Yeah. Thank Gruesome you. Some detail. Gruesome. Gruesome. <laughs> I still can't get blood. It occurred to me on my... Mm-hmm. On my way home, it occurred to me on my way home that I have a scanner now. Ooh. Would that this be... This is a PDF containing the maps that I've made of the of the Confederation. Ooh. That you're playing <laughs> in now. You can see where Volar is and where Fomalo is and all the other stuff Volar. in re- relation to, to like Earth. This is, this is cool. It's just... I see. You've got it. Un- it may be legible, even. <laughs> it's, it Did links you directly to a Dropbox thing. That's cool. I'm yeah. trying to open it. It's going to take me minutes. I've got a computer. Yeah, I just I, I I I scanned all the the uh, the pages that I'd, I'd done, pushed the the graphic files into uh, LibreOffice, and, and made a like PDF out of it. So, yay. Sweet. Sweet. Oh my god. Come on, Pokey Computer. Igelia, Rubicon. Mm-hmm. S- Zoth. Exoth. Goran. That's where the uh Zangids live is on is is there. Toran Sol, holy crap. This could be used for frickin' navigation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we don't have to do that because we've got computers that do that for us. Yes, you have better computers than than the <laughs> much better computers than the the like rule book says you have. Yay! That's right. We can't trick our computers into blowing themselves up by telling them to compute pi to the last digit. No, no, no. It, it isn't that in the <laughs> in the in the rule book. And I'll be going into this when I do my video review of starships and and spacemen. You you do a skill roll. I think it's a technical skill roll to connect with the computer, and then you get a certain number of yes or no questions. <laughs> oh, I love it! And I just said, "Screw that mess!" and no. <laughs> Especially not with the likes of us, because oh lord, we'd use them all up just. <laughs> Am I connected? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is, is this thing working? 
Yes. yes. Time's up. Those were all your questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Computer. Exactly the the bit that I want to do when I do the the video thing is. So, so what's their problem? Do they have to have some way to justify all that expensive schooling and computers? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. It's just one of one of the several things about the 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 game that I just threw out when I decided I was going to run it. Because that is just. What's this curved line on the right side of the map? Uh, I put the borders on there, so that may be. There's a border, but the stars on the other side of the border aren't labeled. Right. Those are not named. Basically, most of the unnamed ones, you'll notice some of them on there have a, a sort of a a coordinate system kind of thing to them. Like, uh, which which map are you are are you looking at right now? Oh, I just opened the, the one that was there. So that's probably Taran Soul. Um. Taran Soul. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a tiny bit cut off at the very top of page one. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at page one. That was it. I see. Page okay, two. I, I think that's way to get lines. Right, right, right. Um, so the ones that are that are actually populated and that will have proper names. A lot of others that are like minor colonies or something like or or something like like that will have. Uh, basically, the first two letters of the uh, of the sector name, the row uh, A B C D E F G A B C D E F G H, and then from one, and then the number from one to uh, ten, depending on where on in the in the grid they are. So, and unnamed ones are basically assumed to be like, like that, and until they actually name them. So that's good. God, okay, there we are. Hello, everyone. Oh, oh good, gotcha. Greetings. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> very, very good, very good. Glad I got you. I apologize. I just had a moment of frustration. Well, actually, people in the podcast aren't going to know what the hell I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. I left a rather rude message in the Skype window. Ooh, yeah, like, you know. let me look. Did you? Oh, I, I see. Express yeah, my frustration. <laughs> 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 here, here we go. Achievement unlocked and hit the update button. <laughs> Achievement unlocked and and mystery solved. Fucking Skype. Making your call for experience. The only thing I haven't done here is count the number of exclamation points that follow it. So, are we explicit or do you have to beep yourself? Oh, we're explicit. We've been explicit for ages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what, what? Yeah, fucking Skype with about like twelve excla- exclamation points. <laughs> Hold on, there's one more thing that not enough to make the gaming experience complete. <laughs> I have to get a beverage. <laughs> is he running it? Is that a is that an espresso machine that you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, what an interesting... That or Spartan, one of those soda makers. Yeah. What that was is a, that? That was my... My... TARDIS mini-fridge. Okay, it was a TARDIS. Oh, nice. Which holds up. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a TARDIS, yes. Yeah. All right, wait a minute now. I'm sorry. Please, uh, one more time. <laughs> open the... Open the. Is that what happens? You open the door and it makes that sound? <laughs> yeah, you open the door... 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, now that I know what it is. Chair, so I'm actually. Oh no, I can't because it's. I'm using a damn built-in computer mic. It's not going to make any difference. I missed my Skype headset. Anyway. Whatever. Now that I know what it is, please, please repeat that once. Okay, mm. I'm going to open the door. <laughs> okay. And I would grab another soda out of there, but there no is none, so I just snacks. close the door. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's it, it's it, it does make, it holds it does make midnight snacks difficult. <laughs> does it come? Yeah, does it come? I found that out. At one point, I was trying to get the soda. I was putting the sodas. You see, it takes a while. It takes a while for the thing to uh, for the thing to to cool to, to make something cold. Like, and I don't have it on all the time because otherwise the fan will just run constantly. So, uh, when I have a game in the afternoon, I'll put some sodas in for the morning. And so I did that the first time. I forgot to turn the TARDIS sound off because it's got a little switch. You can you can turn the sound off. <laughs> I open the door at five in the morning. <laughs> And of course, there's no way. I tried closing the door real quick, and that just made it start again for some reason. So I, I I'm sorry. That's just very comical to me. Blanky sleeping in the other room. Does it uh, does it come with a severed hand and a and a steel glass cage inside the? It does not. It does not. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. At least I've not a, seen that stuff. At least it's not a Dalek ice chest. That could be very annoying. <laughs> Exterminate. That could be good for dieters. Refrigerate. Oh, Refrigerate. 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 That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm finally caught up on whatever is available on Netflix so far as the current Doctor Who is concerned. I think uh, right now it only goes up to season six. Um, I think yeah. there's a, there's an additional What's season. That, uh, the last was uh, uh, the last thing I saw was the Christmas special. Um. Uh, I thought it was the perfect, perfect thing. You see the at Dragon Con how you can get like the little remote controlled R two D twos or, or uh, Daleks and whatnot. You have one of those huh? things that'll follow you around, and it's a mini fridge. Oh, <laughs> oh, that sounds both heavy and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm yeah. catching up on Doctor Who as well. I have, I have never seen most of the Matt Smith. Stuff. So I'm rewatching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started rewatching with season three because I've seen the Rose stuff about 18 bazillion times. And I know it pretty well. So I started with season three. And uh, I love Donna Noble. I think she gets a bad rap from people. I think she's awesome. She's. She definitely gets there. She's the Robin to his Batman. Well, they, you know, to later it, later it, on in the in the story, they really let her loose and give her something. You know, I mean, they give her. Uh, something to be hero- heroic with that's a little yeah, more obvious I, than the norm so it's very cool I, yeah. I like the fact that she doesn't put up she doesn't just uh, she doesn't just take the doctor's explanations at fate like she will argue with him and a lot of the companions don't they're just like whatever you say doctor and she's just like no 
like in the Pompeii episode hmm. where she's just like, no, we're not going to just let these people die. You know, she, she, she has the capacity to get fed up. Yes, and I like and that. That can be refreshing. I think she, a lot, I think that's what a lot of people who don't like that character don't like. And I actually, that's, I like the fact that she gets, she gets pissy. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they argue from time to time. Where I love the when 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 I forget what she's referring to, but she says, "I'll have something to say about that." And he says he's heading off into the TARDIS. Oh, I bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to go on about every time he's about to go on about his normal uh, shtick or his normal routine. She just stays planted and goes, "Oi." <laughs> It's terrific. Nikki, do you did you ever see the series Smack the Pony? I saw a few episodes long time ago. Okay. And it was actually on the BBC. Was the it's the the comedy show written by women, right? You were written and performed by women primarily and uh, uh she was one of them. The Donna that's being referred to was was on that uh was one of the oh, key players she? on that series, ah. yeah. Yeah, I, re- I saw that when I was traveling with a friend of mine around the UK, and, and we were just like, what the hell is this? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, that was really good. What the hell is this? Ha, 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 ha. And we kept calling it the wrong title. It was a much ruder title because we couldn't remember what it was really called. So anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. He said, never mind. <laughs> I'll have to have to see if – is it available? That show that, that show oh, it's all over YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah. Smack the pony. <laughs> There's one. Uh, I'm remembering one uh, bit in particular where, uh, and I think she was in this. I think it was her. Um, two uh, 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 two factory workers or retail workers or something or whatever. They're in a normal back room environment where they're having their lunch and the radio's playing. And I think it's uh, oh, who the hell sings? It can't live if living is without you. Um. Harry, no. Harry Nielsen. Is that what it is? I, I'm thinking Harry Nielsen. I could be getting the name completely wrong. Is, whatever. Yeah. And she starts singing along, you know. And they just let the song play, and you know, occasionally she joins in with it, and she starts to try and sing, and she's not doing a very good job. And this uh, older woman that she happens to be sitting with, sitting there eating lunch, reading a magazine. This older woman that she's sitting there with breaks into this operatic, freaking full vibrato <laughs> rendition. <laughs> That just he blows the radio away, blows Harry Nielsen away, and she just shuts the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> she was a, a considerably younger in that particular thing, but uh, yeah, she was a very good companion. I saw some of those Matt Smith ones. Why do they always lumber the companion women with dorky ass boyfriends that they have to drag around? I agree. What's up with that? Always me too. They're so lame, and they're always like, "Ooh, don't go there! It's so scary! Ooh, I can't help you! Ooh, I'm really afraid! Ooh. they're so irritating." They because they're the ones that will wait have a strong years for female you. character. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually what stopped me watching the Matt Smith stuff for a while. Was when I saw that Rory was going to be, and I'm like, "Oh God, God it's going to be." An, and I'm, I'm not saying this is well founded. I'm saying it. My initial reaction was. Oh God! It's gonna be Rose and Mickey all over again. Uh, so I just <laughs> got sidetracked and let myself get sidetracked and yeah. never got back to it. And I have well, heard that that's 
realized was wrong, and it didn't wind up being like that. But, which is why I'm gonna... character all on her own. Yeah. I'm sorry, say again, Andros? Oh, I was saying they didn't do that with Leela. Leela was a strong female character all on her own. Well, in the classic, who a lot of them were strong female characters all on their own as far as that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you had Leela, you had um, Joe Grant, and... Sarah Jane. Um, I think Sarah, Sarah Jane, Jane Smith was, Sarah was Jane, right. by herself for, with him for a while. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I finally got to understand what uh, Mark was talking about when when he was when back when you were gonna when we were when we started the uh, Doctor Who thing, and you yeah. mentioned a Leela type character or something or other, and I, I didn't have a clue, and then just and I saw that lighthouse thing, and heard a, it's oh, like yeah. I, this is a line I did not expect to hear in Doctor Who. Who enjoy your death just as I enjoyed killing you. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Holy crap! No, he didn't say that. I mean, Leela says that to the green glowing blamage of what's coming up right. the stairs. But oh, Leela is awesome! Wow. I first discovered Leela as as I first discovered Doctor Who, really, mm-hmm. through the uh, Target novelizations, and, and so Leela is much different in my skull cinema as than she was on the actual show because I had no idea like what she sounded like or anything like that. And of course, in some ways, those, those early episodes are much, I like reading the novelizations better than actually watching them because there's so much where in my brain, in my mind's eye, the, the, uh, giant rat, for example, will be one way and, and we'll have these, this, awesome shriek and then you go and watch the the classic the actual show that the novel was based on and it's this i i it it's because they had the budget of you know <laughs> they had the budget of your yeah and so your, it, your gas bill for <laughs> a month it's, yeah it's there this was cheesy electronic squeak sound that just is so obviously a something from a keyboard instead of a I don't remember if that's actually the way it, I'm just using that as an example but uh, but uh, yeah it, I like the big finish Doctor Who the audio dramas because they're well and the new the new shows are this applies to the new shows as well but with the big finish stuff it's the classic doctors but they're using state of the art sound so you get kind of the more like the experience that I had in my head uh, with those novelizations, it's kind of neat. Yeah, Doctor Who graphics were always a bit of a problematic sometimes. Like the one time they had some sort of vampire entity that was trying to break into our dimension, and whenever they showed it, it was like this rubber bat that someone flopped around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Sad. Having said that, I do love even classic Doctor Who now. I just, God, I got, I got over my initial ah. and uh, I think of, of all of the various female companions though my favorite was always Ace Ace, Ace is yeah. yeah Ace is very cool just because there's Ace this and the, Romana uh, the 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 one scene where in the uh, Dalek episode where they're in 1963 London and just as a better of of of, of like course She's able to pick up an anti-tank rocket and take one of the, of the Daleks out. 
Nice. Just because yeah. she intuitively knew well, its weak spot. Anyway, she just well, she had a habit in school of making explosives and that kind of thing. So <laughs> as all young children do. <laughs> yeah. That should go at the top of the resume. Your phone, didn't I? Should definitely go at the top of a resume. I can take out a Dalek with an anti-tank weapon. Oh, yeah. I'll be right back. The doctor's running around telling me, and I realize now I forgot to give him his raw. What is it? Okey doke. Ice Ah, gotta do that. Okay, come on, let me get you your. The doctor was running around telling all the soldiers, aim for the eye stalk, aim for the eye stalk, and she just picks up the anti-tank thing and blows it away, and he says, how did you do that? She says, I aimed for the eye stalk. Aim for the eye piece. I I aimed for the eye piece. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, did anyone send you an electric guitar? No. I'm very sad about that. I'll just have to keep looking for one myself. I'm actually hoping to go down and check out Crossroads House of Guitars on Friday. Gonna try every single one there. <laughs> well, except for the bass guitars, because I don't care about them. Quarter to quarter, quarter to ten at night, guy heading for the door with the keys. Where are you Get going? Here, Dennis. Where are you going? We're not done yet. There's still another 75 to go. <laughs> just like that. I just can't decide if I want to go in alphabetical order by brand or colors. <laughs> Both oh, seem reasonable to me. Poor guy will go to bed hearing a 60-cycle hum <laughs> all night long. <laughs> but, oh, dear. Well, you know what? You know what? Nobody sent me a guitar, but I did have a really cool, interesting evening last night. You, you know what I did? I am listening. I'm going to tell you. I'll be quick like a bunny about it. But it, it, was really, um, it was really cool. I did my first studio recording, recording a demo track for some folk. Oh, slick. Songwriters. And uh, and so it was like a, a professional studio, huge-ass board, big giant microphone, the whole nine yards, headset, headphones. It was it was weird. It was cool. <laughs> I don't like it as much as playing with the guys, but um, it was it was really neat. Ow. So that was exciting. What, what, what studio did you go to? Um, well, it's actually it's it's not a it's it is uh, one of the songwriters has it. He has worked as a sound engineer, and I don't know if he brings. I think he does projects for people there, but he, so it's all completely in his house. But um, but it's it's the the whole nine yards, real high end, scary stuff. And he's been a recording sound engineer for a bazillion years. So uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, it was it was an interesting experience. So yeah. I, I remember doing that um, in a very similar circumstance because the uh, children's theater I was with went with a studio that was uh, just kind of starting up. They'd only been up for like a year or two. It was uh, it was called Newfound Sound. And that too was a, it was a, it was a house of it was the basement of a house, but I mean like fully fully rigged out, completely con, uh, converted. It was not one of those things where somebody threw some walls up with egg cart, 
kindergartens or any crap like that. They really did build a fully functioning professional studio in the basement of the house. But the weird part, what I found weird about it was um, we were singing. Mm-hmm. and That is weird. And everybody, yeah, wasn't that strange? It was so strange. There we all were singing. So odd. But it, it's it's not the it's not the kind of singing where you think, wow, we sound good. It's the kind of singing where singing where you you think, wow, we sound awful, <laughs> because there was no echo whatsoever. No, but so they they were recording you as a group. See, for me, this was what blew me away was. He could, and he did. He he had uh, my voice separate, and then the music track separate, and so he could drop either one in or out. And and I could, I heard myself literally. I heard myself for the first time. It was really bizarre. <laughs> I was like, I sound like that. Are you sure? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, the first like we we ran through the song once and they played it back and I was just like dumbstruck. Really? That's me? You didn't do anything? Really? Whoa. So uh so yeah. It, that See, was you uh, don't was sound like awkward. a rabbit chipmunk. Not as much as I thought. I'm still not going to set the world on fire, but I didn't suck as much as I thought. That I have to say that. It was true. Oh, that's, so, that's a step uh, in the right direction. It was yeah. a step in the right direction. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. I, I, sent this, I sent this song out to some, <laughs> some of my band guys. Just, well, also because we've been joking about, um, you know, one of these days, like, it's like, <laughs> where they're going to be axe murderers, right? Because, you know, all these Craigslist people that I trundle out and visit. <laughs> Like nope, not expertors, not, not yet. And and all the guys are like, oh, <laughs> today was a good Tuesday. Didn't run into an axe murderer. <laughs> no, but they're like everybody. Everybody is like, oh, you're gonna go check these Craigslist guys. I'm like, we are all Craigslist people. Hello, <laughs> we're all Craigslist people. You were Craigslist people. I'm a Craigslist people. Anyway, but they're all like, ooh, you know, axe murders. So I was reassuring them that there were no axe murderers this time around. And and I sent them this track, and the response has been like. But the response was, yeah, yeah, that's nice, good, cool. And I'm like, is this because this is what you hear? Because that's not what I've ever heard, see? So is this what you hear? Is that why it's not, like, mind-boggling to you? Because uh, whatever. So anyway, but it was it was fun. It was fun, and uh, and I'll probably do some more at some point later on this summer. Yay! Excellent. That was my big adventure. And no axe murders. And the next obvious question that uh, follows this is, when are we going to get <laughs> copies of uh, <laughs> this particular thing Whoopsies, uh, sent as a link to the... It. Oh, I just can't seem to get my email working. No, no, no all the links are broken. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, it's, it's a nice enough little song. It is not earth-shattering. It's it's okay. It, for me, it was just, it was a big moment for me. Apparently for nobody else, but it was a big moment for me. <laughs> and, it was, and it was cool, but it was also, it gave me a huge idea of what professional singers actually can do and what they know, because I, it turns out I have good pitch. Okay, great. And it turns out that I could sing like if there's two lines in a verse uh, i could re-record one line and put them back together and they would pretty much be the same level 
the same dynamic. I, I can do that. That's great. But I can't do like what a professional singer does when you're like, okay, and on this word, I'd like you to be a little softer on this word. And then, you know, a little more dy- dynamics over here. And then you can blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah. And I make my little notes and then I just, you know, sing it how I sing it. <laughs> it was like, was that softer? <laughs> Did that have more dynamic? Oh, it didn't. Sorry. <laughs> you know? So, um, I, I feel like I take direction, but apparently I don't. So anyway, that's not an easy thing to do. Well, that's why I'm not a trained professional, you see. But anyway, it's fine. Oh, it'll only be about by this time next year. You'll be, you'll, huh? <laughs> I'm a trained professional. Yeah, by this time next year, you'll just be leaning, leaning against the wall, foot up on a stool, popping the top <laughs> off a beer, going, "Are we getting out of here soon?" <laughs> Well, they were they were impressed. The whole thing took um, to a, to a point where they liked the finished product. Uh, it was about forty minutes. We only I only sang it through three times, and we changed. We went through line by line. That's a very we fast session. Lines, and that was about it. So, wow, that's a very fast what session. They, forty what minutes. Professional singers don't tell you is, and I discovered this in my limited, albeit limited, studio experience. What they don't tell you is that they take two or three tracks. And they'll record two or three different versions of their vocal. And then they take the, the, a little bit from track one and a little bit from, oh, I like how you said that line on track two there. And so you we'll, cut we'll paste. splice that. Yeah, just cut and paste yeah. them together. Which, and, you know, uh, Dennis, the, the engineer, and he's also keyboard and guitar and stuff like that, he could certainly do that. I don't think in this particular case we weren't aiming for that. It's not. You know, it's not something I'm carrying off with me. It's something that they're they're putting out there to try and sell. So, um, but yeah, I I could see how you could do that. And he would hold like from the first version that I did. You like that? Yeah, that's okay. But I'd kind of like to try it a little differently. Okay. And he would hold that first version, and I would do it again. We'd play that back. It's like you like that better? <laughs> okay. So it was um, but it was it it was interesting. I wouldn't want to do that all the time though. It's not nearly as much fun as playing live with other people. It's grueling. It can be grueling. I shouldn't say it is because some people like – I like kind of – I like the refining of it, I mean, to a degree. After a mm. while, you just want to shoot something because <laughs> I don't want to hear this ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, um, it, it was a moment. So anyway, thank you for letting me share. All done. Now send me guitars, people. Send me guitars. That was a very cool adventure. I'm glad to hear about it. And yes, this is a renewed uh, instruction to anyone listening. (laughs) And that includes um, uh, in 2015 or 2016. (laughs) Regardless of whether Nikki has gotten 14 to 15 guitars in the mail. Yes. You can never have too many guitars. You can never have too many guitars. Mm -hmm. Plenty of wall space, people. Plenty of wall space. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not only that but it also makes it makes you much more able to do the guilt-free guitar smashing when you're in a live concert if you have no, 13 or 14 no, other ones that you can no, no, that's bad. fall back on no. 
No, 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 no. They're all oh, important. Not they're important all, for the who. They're all like little snowflakes. Well, the who, the who. They were buying cheap-ass crap ones to smash after he actually destroyed his good one. And he was like, oh, I'm a moron. But even so, <laughs> <laughs> so much wood involved in those things. It's, it's heartbreaking how many crappy guitars are made out there. And it's have. like all that wood is wasted on crappy-ass guitars, you know? But Visions of... That's no, my name is. Did you just say crappy ass yeah. guitars? Did I? Did I hear that? She's saying it's not the crappy ass part I'm con- concerned about. The guitar the guitars. Part. <laughs> yeah, okay, I did I did hear that. Okay. I like that. Crappy ass guitars. Guitars. I, I am gonna try and build my own from pieces and parts. I was inspired by an absolute Dr. Frankenstein. Well, it's it I was inspired by the hideously overpriced oh my god you people who bought this are just insane and really really silly um custom fender shop or fender custom shops version of eddie van halen's quote frankenstein unquote guitar the one that apparently he built for himself in the 80s because he couldn't find anything that really worked for him so he went and he got i was joking with that no, he really did. And it's this, and it's this ugly ass guitar. And he found like a body over here and he found a neck over there and he bolted on, he dremeled out, you know, and put in his own. Oh, uh, I was working in the lab. He spray painted it with all the stripes and crap and he stuck stupid little reflectors on the back. I mean, the, the thing is fugly, fugly. And, but it's what he was using when they got famous, right? And he took it touring for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Well, this custom shop, Fender custom shop, they they built like two hundred and they 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 did exactly every nick and ding and cigarette burn and woo and you know and then clogged these bad boys for twenty five thousand dollars each twenty five thousand for something that he put together for basically one hundred fifty bucks worth of parts and it's not even his guitar it's not like you get the mojo magic of anybody having played this guitar it is like, it is just this ugly <laughs> ass like guitar. Yes, yes, wow. and fools bought it. Anyway, um, but so I don't want that, but I was like, you know what? I could go take a neck off of this guitar and slap it on a body over there. I know how to use power tools. I could put some freaking electronics in there if, well, somebody shows me how to wire it up. And I could, <laughs> I could bedazzle it. It would be so much fun. So, yeah, I want to try building my own out of bits. Bedazzle? Yeah, of course. Why not? And nobody else will touch it because it'll be all sparkly. <laughs> and you'd be one of the few people that uh, could actually upholster it if you wanted to. <laughs> oh, Forget the spike. Oh, Adam, that was almost a spit take. That was mean. <laughs> did you did you spray did you spray coffee all over your monitor when I said that? Uh, no, seriously, you, yeah, you do know how to use power tools. I've I've seen you work. I know what you can build. And a guitar is and a guitar is is a side project for you. That's nothing. Well, it's not like I'm gonna you know cut the cut it out and start whittling it down by hand. No, I want to I want the bits that, that are already there. I just want to find bits that are comfy in that work and then slap it all together and call it mother. So, anyway, that's that's my possibly summer to do project. And then as Mr. K envisions, Bluto will just, you know, come halfway down the stairs, take it out of your hands and smash it against the wall and say, "Sorry." Just don't play that song. (laughs) Joke's on you. I didn't like that guitar anyway, and I'm working on another. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, actually. You're you're, you're calling me Mr. K, and this is what what I was alluding to in the email 
with uh, Craig there. I listened to the most recent, uh, I don't know if it was the most recent or if it was the one before that uh, Big Red Couch, and they were thanking us again, and they mentioned you all, and they were trying to decide whether or not I was actually one of us. <laughs> wow. Oh, I haven't heard that one then. It's got to be the most recent one, because I think I'm pretty much caught up with them, except for the last one. Yeah. 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 Um, Absolutely. I saw them. <laughs> well, well, no, it's, it's, it's that, well, it's that, they started arguing over, over, over whether or not I was one of the, of the like, gutter stripes and that, and it's, and with, as far as thank, thanking, they thanked everybody by, by name, and then it was whether to in, include me or not, because, well, I, I, maybe, I don't know if I'm part of that, I, I'm, I'm sure here a, a, a lot, but I have this other podcast, and Bloody Fly, and that, and so, so yeah. <laughs> I am. Wow. I I am permanently here. It yes, Mark Mark Kenny is indeed. Uh, it's not only a gutter Skype, but a founding gutter Skype. <laughs> the very first. He a multi any a multi any award winning podcaster, but he chooses to lower his. <laughs> I gotta hear this now that because I love getting the reaction from him that it garnered which is to send him into I, wonderful I, laughter so, yeah. I, got to, I gotta hear that episode then because that's that's yeah, great it's, it's at the very end that they're, that they're talking about all of that well, that's cool. I, I'm I'm happy they're just mentioning us at all. That's terrific. It's always good to it's always good to hear on uh, on uh, on, a, on another podcast. Well, that's uh, that's part of the good news actually that we have uh, coming up soon. We um what uh, the well the 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 um, email that we got from Craig over at uh, the Big Red Couch was mentioning uh, that he was getting into uh, the Faith system. No, Anum, you hopeless dipshit. It's not the fate system. He was getting into the quags system. You, you, can you remember from one second to the next the difference between bennies and fate points and fudge and, and yum-yums? And, you can't, can you? You just... You, you, uh, quags, not fate, quags. Uh, sorry, sorry. And, uh, and wanting to... Uh, you know, test his chops with running games, and he tried the one shot, mm -hmm. and of course it didn't turn out to be a one shot because he was probably under similar circumstances as ours, or for whatever reason. Anyway, and the, that invitation to, uh, if if he was able to, uh, and if he could uh, find the time to come and uh, GM for us as a guest GM, well, he's taken us up on it, and we're going to make the attempt next month sometime, and hopefully that'll awesome. work out. So that's going to be that's going to be excellent. That's going to be fantastic. I sure hope uh, I sure hope the Skype gods and the gaming gods all agree to go somewhere else and have a coffee and a smoke or something and instead of play. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> but that's I very cool. Mark Kinney, yes, Mark Kinney is a gutter Skype. Of telling a non. Oops. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mar yeah, Mark Kinney is a telling a non-gaming friend. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hope you cut out. Uh oh. What? No, you cut out. Still hearing you, Nikki. Stop it, Skype. Oh no, no, you Stop cut it. Out. Oh, are you cool? Okay, because we had to go you, and say something. No, you cut no, out. I, I, <laughs> damn it all. Between, between what we're playing tonight and and the possible.
possibility and 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 now you've just announced it but of playing with craig from big red couch i had the joy of telling a non-gaming friend kind of what it is we do and 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 what we're playing now and what what's coming up with uh with this you know uh gaming friend from new zealand (laughs) and he thought that it was you know probably a little odd but really kind of funny (laughs) like yeah it really is it really is it's so much fun. Oh, he thought it was funny, did he? I'm not going to give away any of the possible scenarios. Yes, he did. But I'm not going to give away any of the possible scenarios with Craig, so I don't want to give that away. But I'm like, you know, we're doing way cool space stuff now, and then it could be, you know, X, Y, and Z. Really? Yes, probably with monsters that we get to, you know, kill. (laughs) Or maybe not monsters. We don't know yet. (laughs) You kill them and you take their stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, it was... um, it was fun trying to explain it in in an email. Yeah. <laughs> type, 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 type. How, what else do I say? Type, 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 type. No, that's too long. Take that away. Type, 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 type. Yeah, here's a brief synopsis of tabletop gaming over Skype, and here's about 60 or 70 YouTube videos for you to watch so you can get caught up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I just, just the big bones, but I, and I also didn't want to, you know, I just couldn't bring myself to say, do you remember D&D? Because D&D is lovely, but that's not what we're doing right now. And if, you know, if that's the only thing you ever heard of. Anyway, so I just tried to, like, make it as basic as I could. But anyway, it's very fun. Very fun trying to explain it. D&D is coming out this year. Yep. No! <laughs> but wait, there's more. But we. Did I may actually one. get this one. I I didn't get. Uh, Fourth edition. Because I was just too miniature centric. But hmm. this new D and D next actually sounds interesting to me. Do D and D rules always stay the same? Oh God, yes. no. They have changed a lot over the years. Actually, it has. Does it change for each edition or? Or is it like here's your basic ground rule, groundwork that has well, always been this way, and they add the, the the basics are the same, but the details tend to change a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, but the basics stay the same. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, it is but we're I am right in saying though that we're not we we're not like D and D games only because we play so many. Uh, different types of varieties where all the rules or systems are so different, right? So I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, D&D is, is a, is a, can be a somewhat handy shorthand because that's the one that everybody's heard of. For, for but, role-playing uh, in general? Right. Right. But, but um, uh, even well, maybe they, you should have really thrown that out there. But I've, I've stopped across, waiting it, so. You know, it's, eh. Well, you know, whatever works. Um, no, but D and D, you know, you 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 you've got your your six attributes with the three D sixes, and the character classes are very similar to what they've always been. But the other, the, a lot of the other stuff associated with that has changed a lot from from nineteen seventy four to now. So nineteen seventy four. Ah. Anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> crazy talk. Crazy talk. Well, they have to change the rules occasionally, and so you and can buy new com- books. So you can buy new books. Otherwise, it's like trying to sell the same car to someone that already owns it um, again and again and again. <laughs> it, it 
doesn't quite work out. It's got to, you know, they've got to change the uh, change up the system. It's a lot. It sounds a lot like software, actually. Do it improve. Right. And and there's uh, usually a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth that goes along with each new edition. <laughs> kind of like software. Kind of like software. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What are you? What are you talking Speaking about? Tiefling? Movies. What the fuck is a tiefling? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Have you touched my Dungeons and Dragons? I don't play tieflings in my Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I've been like that too. I, you remember a few tirades you've made, don't you, Adam? <laughs> Well, my tirades were uh, didn't have anything to do with D and D because uh, because they. Uh, no, 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 be- that was tirades, yes. <laughs> oh, with with World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's kind of like that D and D sometimes. Yeah, they the the actually there there was uh, there was some there was some cross pollinization going on there um, when uh, when well, everything, yeah. Blizzard was was breaking in was was printing money after about their fourth or fifth year it was just like MMOs were were tearing uh, the the market away from tabletop like like mad and and I guess somebody over at uh, Hasbro or Wizards of the Coast or, or whenever uh, were looking at it and saying well look guys you know <laughs> there's a reason and if we can get the game a little bit more streamlined to the effect to the extent that it's as fun and as familiar to what seems to be a ready-made new player base, i.e., the MMO market, because a lot of people went into went into D and D from there, not because uh, not because they 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 had. Uh, suddenly developed an interest in tabletop and socially getting together with folks, but because. It was. It had become, or it was made to become, as familiar to them as all the terms that they were using and learning online. So you know, and and an area area of effect spell was not some new strange thing that needed to be explained to somebody that had been playing World of Warcraft for a while, because they'd already been doing it. It was just like this is how it works in this particular game. Yeah, that. It, 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 it was very much like World of Warcraft borrowed from D&D then D&D borrowed from World of Warcraft right back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, the start the start of all the, uh, the uh, even from the, the single-player PC games from 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 the get-go, uh, all, all borrowed from the tabletop uh, uh, tabletop systems. But... I forgot, I forgot what we were. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Nikki was trying to tell tell that guy about what what yeah. it is that actually goes on in these um, bizarre little shenanigans. Well, it was, it was that, but it was also... every time something changes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he was just making me laugh. Just the the idea. Well, especially since, like I said, I don't want to to tip anything that might be happening with our guest but it was like you know we're doing this and then we might do that and then this could happen who knows and then I hit it with my axe no I mean it's like <laughs> I didn't say that but I thought it was loud 
And I started to tell him about how I ran around with a chainsaw, but no, 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 I didn't do that either. Uh, <laughs> it might create the wrong impression or something. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so perhaps not. So. You show him the movie Mazes and Monsters, that'll give him a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that'll give him a very accurate depiction of what Dungeons and Dragons is all about. <laughs> As a matter of fact, tonight I'm, I'm going to try so hard to actually be a proper medic and not go around trying to kill people tonight. Aren't you happy and proud? All right. We'll see how that goes. You can, you yes, can probably go. won't last long, but that is my intent for the moment. You can be a, a, heal, a benevolent healer and still murder without mercy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> to be alive, son. Why? Well, I've tried to kill you three times. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is your character named Mangala? It's... Oh, oh. oh wow. That wow. Was, yeah. How harsh, harsh that was. <laughs> okay, so Broombridge... Groombridge 34, a Hyperion frigate, Captain Chadwick Halberd. Um... <laughs> Who, who is a precursor expert who is supposedly at the Panopticon penal colony near Falamo or Falamo oh. who also happened to steal a destroyer that's still missing uh, ties in directly with then I'm just here this is me showing off by saying look I took notes um, awesome and also I didn't mean to cut off anybody that had other news to share because I have stuff printed I have stuff printed out this time because in preparation for the convention I was at a week and a half or so ago, I bought a printer that I could hook up and make work with Ubuntu. Oh, dig it! It's 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 the same as the, it, it's, it's one of those of those three in one things. I did. It was it was a, a lot of fun. I ran a Doctor Who game. It was all really really cool. But I got one of those uh, HP three in one deals here, so I so that's what I was using to like to to uh, scan those maps in earlier. And I could print stuff out for easy reference. I don't have to go paging through a bunch of stuff in PDFs. And lay it all yeah. out in front of you and just put your finger on it when you need that to. That's excellent. all the exactly. challenge out of it. I would say get a lighter and just <sighs> boom, Because really, where is the fun in being able to access the data that you need? Helping? You need? Are you helping? I'm helping. <laughs> excellent helper. Uh, yeah. I have a bit of news real very quick. Yes. Before we before we get started, I'm speaking okay. of speaking of D and D, kind of, sort of. I am finally catching up with the rest of the world, and I have I just today finished reading the first book in the Song of Ice and Fire series, otherwise known as Ooh. the Game of Thrones. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I haven't decided yet whether I'm going. To, well, no, I yes, I have. I'm going to continue the series. I'm not as into all the 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 back and forth warring between the houses. I don't really they all have their good and bad points, so I really don't care which one of them winds up on top, but I am but I have That's to find out what happens with with yeah. Is it do I need to do spoiler alert on a sixteen year old book? No, actually it's more like eighteen years old now. What? Well, it depends on which part you're talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about the just the just the 
first book. I haven't read the rest of the books yet, so. Nikki, um, but Nikki, is your microphone up? No. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. You were coming across a, a little low volume. Sorry, I just probably thought I'd for the ask. best because I think I had a little momentary rant there. I'm better. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh no! See, I missed the rant. That's not fun. It's really. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I I I was kind of irked. I I wanted to like Game of Thrones, but I was irked. So. So I I had a little rant. I'm all better now. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and mute myself again. Mute me. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I wasn't as blown away by it as I thought I would be from the way people talk about it. I'll, I'll be honest. I was kind of. I was. Ex- I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't really. I just was. It's interesting. I, there are characters I like. There are characters I. I actually one character in particular I hated at first. Now I just feel sorry for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I ranted. Um, okay, is that they set you up? Okay. He sets you up with the good guys. But he makes them so damn stupid, so stupid, that they kind of deserve everything that happens to them because they're so stupid. And I really <laughs> <hate about it. laughs> They're not supposed to be stupid. They've survived as this powerful house for hundreds of years. And now all of a sudden, oh, we're morons. You know, I was like, God, are you kidding me? Really? Oh. You could so, just see Nikki sitting in an armchair, smacking the book on one of the arms, going, idiot, idiot. <laughs> I, was, I was so irritated. <laughs> well, Nikki, that's because they make the assumption that everyone else is still playing by the rules. You know, when one side decides, okay, but we're you not can by those see what's going on around you. That they're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, but oh. maybe they they can't because they're kind of in their own little world. Nope, they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or they're just stupid. I think, I think he grew enamored with his his bad characters, which you know what? I actually can't fault him for that because, well. The bad guys tend to be a lot of fun, but but you know, like it's like here's your good guys. Hello, good guys, aren't you brave and strong, noble and true? Oh wait, I've decided. But there really are no brave and strong, noble and true people in this story, except for maybe one, and he's the. I go ah, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> spoil I can't you say. No. So Eric, do you want to know which of your favorite characters die in the next book? <laughs> the answer would be yes. <laughs> you can. Well, so far, none of my favorite characters have died. I will say that. You can actually let You can actually let him know without spoiling anything for the audience by typing it into the chat window in Skype. That's true. If he if yeah. he wants to know, I'm not answering for you, uh, yeah. Eric. Uh, no, I don't want to know. If someone is your favorite character, he'll probably die at some point. I didn't yeah. care about dying. Uh, um, yeah. I actually. Uh, I gathered. <laughs> I thought. Um, <laughs> Might die, <laughs> but he didn't. What about the um, plot of <laughs> versus? I, <laughs> I'm really, I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens to and. I'm part of the horrible spelling for these names. I don't think I'm getting any of them. Well, I got. 
one right. Yes, but. they survive for quite some time. But not happily. No, well, no one survives not, happily in this. I'm making that part up. Don't listen to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, I... I yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... I, I am reading and I'm thinking I'm, I, I've been warned. Don't get attached to any characters. Don't get attached. But he makes it hard mm-hmm. not to get attached to some of these characters. He, he, he does. He, he's, he's very good at writing. Writing them, yes. Yeah. So. Uh, it's one point or another, one, practically one any will... character has their interesting points. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I will say about the sh- I, I want I want to, uh, I'm probably going to keep reading just because I want to see how the, uh, the one thing that's keeping me interested, even though the squabbles between the houses necessarily doesn't, but the does keep me wanting to know what's, <laughs> what's, <laughs> but how that's going to all pan out. So, um, but one thing overall, this reading this book made me want to go to a Renaissance fair. <laughs> Are you pining for turkey legs and things? I like am. That? Hey, he yeah. describes the food and very well. And that's just annoying. You need to quaff and and, and yeah, throw in. The, yeah. Which is like drinking, but you spill more of it on yourself. Yes, it's takes right. <laughs> Dribble it all down your chin. Exactly. <sighs> oh. All right, game time. Just wanted to get that. I game time. All right. Don't have a whole lot of. I uh, see, people I've, to discuss I that with. I couldn't find the rules for actually advancing my character. Is am, am I missing something? <laughs> Uh, it's 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 in the uh, the uh, the uh, character generation chapter. It's it's basically you have the the uh, tables of what all of the base um, the uh, base skills are for each level. And I went ahead and I went ahead and and, and added them up. And I'm going to put that into the uh, chat now for the I, uh, Eric. I think yours was pretty much all right as it was. Okay. It at least really? it, it, so it like it like looked at it from me. Um, Okay, good. And, I, uh, I went ahead and did all the level. adding up and and <laughs> and that for where you all are now. And basically, the I think I actually fixed that in the skills. I'm not. I'll have to double check that at some point. I mean, it it it, it, it would be like one more level if we did it all. It'd basically be. Each of the combat, each of the uh, skills, rather, would be one higher. Each of your saves would be would be one lower, and that's ad- the way the ad- 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 advancement works. Otherwise, it's pretty much just you get access to more and neater stuff. Hmm. Like I think next n- next level ship wise, you would get access to a a, dis- a, d- a destroyer and your assigned stuff, so you don't have to go shopping. Isn't that fun? It is. <laughs> so fun. Thank you so much. This is cool. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. Filling that in, I guess. Because I know we spent most of here. last time trying to add up all this stuff over and over. It was so. hard. It was very hard. Okay. So now we're and we're level three now. Right. I'm. I'm I think you're still level two. Doesn't it say level three? I wrote level three. Are you sure? <laughs> you Why may have written I write level, level three? three, and I circled it. I did. Did I have? Uh, I thought you bumped us up one. I bumped you up one. Well, the wait—that's that, right. I did start you all at, at, at second ha, level. Ha, 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 ha. 
Okay, so yeah, you, we, you could be third then. Well, they're all still level two because they were sneering. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I see only you are level three now. I see blue bolts from the heavens. <laughs> That's what they get for sneering at me. Yes, exactly. Who said they were aimed at them? <laughs> I was a sneering. Ah, anyway. I was muted. I couldn't sneer. I didn't sneer at all. Okay. Well, Adam Adam can be level There's three, too, because he didn't snap me. But the other I heard them. They were even snickering. So. Crying out loud. <laughs> I had something caught in my throat. <laughs> Not buying it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's much better now. Come on, you. All right. <laughs> Speaking of which, my so dog is a mouser. That just... Up the one lead vote. Okay, level three. <laughs> We're cool. We're good. What was that, Mark? We're good? Everybody's good? Okay. Yep, yep, good, good. Good. Except I don't have... Oh, damn. How about bringing the game book open here, Adam? Let's oh, find so wait, it first. So because we are up at level three, uh, I need to adjust things. What things? Do your your skills will go up by one. Your saves will go down by one. That's all. Okay. That's that's the big thing. Keeping track. Ooh, I just I just witnessed a miracle. I found my I found my Starships and Spacemen PDF. <laughs> in the first folder I went looking for it in. Oh, man. All right. Will wonders never cease? I know, really. Actually, the uh, saves... Well, the, yeah, everyone's saves will... Uh, the saves aren't, 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 aren't quite by one. All the like, skills go by one, but the saves don't. At third level, the energy attack base is 13, poison and death is 10, stun attacks is 12, and radiation is... All, uh, 11 and you'll have your modifiers from there. I'll have to refigure this and post it to you again next time. Right. No worries. Yay. Oh, okay. Otherwise, we'll just go with it as, as it is now because it's not going to be that much of a difference. I'm still yes. blown away by the space maps. My trauma is 85% or that's what I have written down. It would now be 84%? No. That doesn't change. That's that's oh. based on your, uh, on your stats. Okay. It's just the actual skills and the actual saves. Okay. Okay, so come on. And yeah, I can see from this that you're still on second level saves, so I'll have to refigure these for next time. So you've got some additional crew since a uh, a, a, a frigate has ten crew. You've got your five characters. You have a Rigelian security officer named named uh, named uh, Kubal. Uh, Taran navigation officer named Stona. The uh, what was Church's first name again? I want to make sure I get this uh, right. I think it was Angelica Church. The uh, medical assistant. Yeah, Angelica, Angelica Church. Yes. Ensign Angelica Church. Not Christine Chapel at all. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> and you've got an additional engineering crew and. And an additional security crew, uh, 
Uh, the uh, they're both humans. The engineers, the uh, engineering uh, crew's petty officer, Genia Romanova, and the uh, and the security crew is uh, petty officer Bill Jenner. Stona Romanova Jenner. You said Mayuk. Mayuk was who? Who? Did I get the name wrong? I have Mayuk here. Mute my. M- I think I got it wrong. Kubal? Stona? Yeah, I, after my my lost notes last time, I just came up with some new names. I figured you had you had some like crew shuffle happen. That's for okay. Your new ship. And, but tell I I was writing too slowly. Kubal or is it Kubal? Is is a what is what are they on the ship? They're the, the, first the security officer. Security, yeah. okay. And Stona is navigation. Kubal. Right. Yeah. Angelica is medic. Romanova mm-hmm. is what? Engineering crew. Engineering. And Jenner is what? Uh, Petty officer. Oh, yeah. security. More security. So two security. Right. Thank you. Jenner. Not fast enough writing. Stone is still second in command though, right? Yes. Okay. Unless and, you all want to change that. Well, I think that would be up to Captain Andros. Oh, wait a minute. Captain, what is it? <laughs> Andros, Andros, your character is... is uh, Vandal. Vandal. Captain Vandal. Captain, Captain Vandal. I guess. I don't know. I, guess, I think that's up to... I think that's up to him. Pretty much, Whatever. yeah. That's a good question. Do we have second command being an NPC? That way we can all go on shore... Uh, away team missions together. Doriath. Is that priest? Doriath is the priest world? Or forest? No, forest. Forest world. A forest world, yeah. So I'm just like I said, it's, it's my my handwriting might be legible, like I said. So. No, I can read most of it. I'm just, um, like, I'm looking, I'm tilting my head sideways because i got to figure out how to flip this just 90 degrees right. counterclockwise, but that'll right. be easy. I'm actually probably going to just print this out. So how do we get to, uh, how do we get to... That is assuming we're going to the penal colony. We're heading in that direction. This is true. That's about three parsecs away. Okay. Ooh, we have a mission. Oh, I just got found right down my saves. Crap. I thought you did. They're not on here. Uh, let me pull the files back up. For whatever reason, I shut the file. Let me take that back up again. I can just copy them off of one of those enlisted men that you have written on the little Skype window thing there. Well, you had a an actual officer, didn't you? Yeah, but would the saves be different? Oh, that's true. They might not. Let me see. And your saves for third level. Where is my tablet? There it is. It's over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, well, right there. there yeah, that's it. That's it, Mark. Right there. Okay, you got for it. Energy, for energy attacks is 13. Okay. Poison or death is 10. 
stun attacks is 12. Okay. And radiation is 11. Okay. Sounds good. This is what I have to roll over on a D100, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, on a D20. But yeah, I know, I'm just... That's I'm, the basic idea, yes. I'm just being obnoxious. Okay. Let me save this. So it's... There we go. All right. And if we are, in fact, going to a FOMOLO, that is, of course, up to the uh, captain if he has some other... No, I don't, I don't have any other idea except to go along with our the mission we're given, so... What was our briefing for what we're supposed to do once we get there, or is that part of the when we start playing here? Something about the preservers. Or the uh, precursors, as we're calling them. Precursors. Oh, that, that's right. Uh, Same idea. Archaeological dig sort of thing. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 idea being that uh, the galaxy was seeded with the humanoid um, humanoid life forms or DNA, etc., by somebody, and that the dig was letting human DNA get the door open on that particular world that we were on, and somehow or other, this Captain yeah, I mean, Halberd was an expert on the precursors and had just discovered this himself. Or a piece of this himself? Well, he uh, he discovered, if I remember right from that session, it was he uh, found a, a similar f facility to what you all found on uh, on uh, uh, on Volar, on a uh, Confederation world called Summer Isle. Oh, okay. Which is merely, which is also about three parsecs away from Groombridge Thirty Four. And is itself about five parsecs away from Fomalo. So just a hop, skip, and a jump, really. <laughs> well, it may take a couple of days. Should we have one of those meet around the table conference things? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Okay. Okay. So we got our files for who we're supposed to meet when we get there. Mm-hmm. We got dossiers to go over. Let's go ahead and do that. Get my dossier. Oh, so is there like a person in charge of the dossier? Hmm. Um, the uh, the facility is headed up by a Dr. Gavin McNee. Gavin McNee. The the uh, the facility has a, a, a lot of uh, criminal element as 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 well as a few psychological cases, depending on the se severity. Um, you should put right in. Yeah, Fomalo <laughs> itself is, um, of, of course, you've seen all of the 
the uh, the pictures where it's like it's from a great distance. It looks like the Eye of Sauron, basically. Uh, there's a lot of of uh, of debris and, and and such, so it hasn't been fully charted yet on the on its uh, on its uh, largest primary um, world, as it were. Uh, that's where Panopticon is is located. Uh, it always keeps uh, screens up so that so you'd have to go in on an, a a shuttlecraft. And there are defensive satellites and that scattered throughout the the system. Otherwise, well, why is it so heavily defended? Uh, basically. Uh, because it's on the it, 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 it's on the border of con- Confederation space for one, uh, it's sort of a taking no chances kind of thing. It, it isn't that, that that they're that they're heavy duty combat in- installations, but just you know making sure that nothing tries to like to like sneak in through the de- debris field that kind of thing. Uh, there isn't, in fact, that they're so directed as a Confederation frigate there, as it is. Sorry? Go ahead. Was, was it the, the base set up originally as a defensive base on the border, or was the archaeological dig discovered first and then the base put in later? Are you talking about Summer Isle or uh, Fomalo? Oh, well, uh, I'm trying to figure out where we're heading to. I thought we were heading the, somewhere where there was an archaeological dig. The uh, archaeological thing that the, that the one guy found is on Summer Isle. The oh. person who found it is currently locked up at uh, at at, at uh, Fomalo, and that's what I'm what I've been describing. Uh, Summer Isle okay. is, uh, Summer Isle is, is also on the the you know, the border, so there's some defenses there, some minor defenses there. It's mostly an agricultural colony. Okay, I understand. I we're talking about two different planets, so so right, we need to go right. talk to this guy before we go. Uh, well, that's Captain Chadwick Halbert. You can yep. either, either way, really. Hmm. Um, McNee runs Fomalo. I got it. Where the criminals and the right. psych cases are, and Halbert is in there. Got it. Well, was there some speculation What's he been locked up for? why he's locked up? Yeah. He went rogue. Uh, piracy. 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 For stealing the frigate. Oh, okay, so it's so not like, like something. Oh, a destroyer, not frigate destroyer. Yeah, found a stole destroyer. That's still missing. Um, and um, yeah, he was, he's a former so captain gone one. bad. He's not at all Lord Garth, master of the universe. <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> that, that was me. Or might be. Who knows? You know. For all he knows, he might be us. <laughs> well, all I will say okay, so, is that so what, his his like, last name is that uh, is the name of a like pole arm, you know, much like a a, uh, a like pole axe or a, a a pike would would be. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah. His last name is Bill. Bill. Uh, Halbert. Although, although Bill, that, that's a great idea. No, um, Chadwick so Bill. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a Bill Hook and a, a mm-hmm. 
Bill Axe. And the Glaive Guiz arm. And, and the Glaive Guiz arm. And the ever popular Lucerne Hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, anyway. I've got to use those as names at some point. Don't forget Flamberge, yeah, Lieutenant, like Lieutenant Flamberge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, another relic from D&D. 27 yeah, um, polearm names, each of which virtually identical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Summer Isle is uh, run by a uh, uh, Governor Nathan Summers, and it's an agricultural colony. They, they, a uh, facility was dis- discovered there. Like I said, I think it was about five years before this, and that was and uh, Halberd was in, in, involved in in that. And after comparing notes with a few other things, he uh, he'd uh, stolen a destroyer with a few other of his uh, crew members and gone rogue. He, he was caught. Uh, the others are still at at large. Ooh. So do they think that whatever happened to him was a result of um, uh, exposure from something at, on the archaeological dig? Uh, they're not sure. Mm-hmm. They, they know he has an, something of an obsession with the, uh, with the, with the precursor stuff. Mm. So do they actually suggest did command actually suggest we go and talk to this guy before going to the summer planet? Uh, they... It's probably a good idea. Uh, I mean, he is... He has managed to make himself something of an, an expert on, on what is known. Although, the, the, about, the, 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 you know, in case some of what he knows is, is, is different from the files that that uh, the Confederation Science Council gave you. The, um, but you can handle it with, with either way you you uh, wish to. That's you could go there and to take additional notes and then go see him and you know however you all want to do that. Whoops! I was muted. Are we allowed to blow the place up? <laughs> you Blow which place up? The archaeological dig or the penal colony? (laughs) Both, but especially the penal (laughs) colony. If you go somewhere else, if you go to somewhere else at the wrong time of year, then that might be bad for you. Then you may want to blow it up. But otherwise, (laughs) they 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 would probably prefer that you you didn't. (laughs) Sounds like a seasonal resort, (laughs) Austin. Man, doctor, push the shiny red button. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, I set my cup of quacks on that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you just, don't worry, you you, you only vaporize the bottom half of the planet. That was the boring part. (laughs) Yeah. Did somebody else hear a whoop sound? I thought I heard a whoop sound. Yeah, I'm not saying that the inhabitants of 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 Summerall would uh, would would try to put you in a giant huge construct and and and, and set fire to it, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never can tell. Yeah, happens. they don't like effigies. They want to burn you as the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Captain. Traditionalists. Okay, never mind. <laughs> 
Captain, just just as a tradition. <laughs> Captain, just as a point of uh, curiosity, uh, how how does the Hyperion stack up against the destroyer that was stolen? Uh, if his crew is still, uh, if his if his uh, rogue crew is still manning it, then uh, and we come across them, uh, are we equipped to deal with that kind of firepower? Yeah, how was this guy captured if he had a whole um, starship at his disposal? They caught him on on the ground. Uh, without the rest of his crew. Yeah, um, they caught him on the on the uh, the ground at uh, RUE01, which is in the Rubicon sector. Hmm. It's not too too far off from. It's like at the uh, the uh, border of the uh, Taran sector, the next sector over. Anything notable about that world? Uh, not really. Uh, largely undeveloped. It be, being that it's right on the uh, the any neutral zone. There's uh, the most notable thing. There is a defensive outpost. Did they know why he was there? Uh, they as- they've never gotten anything specific out of them. They're assuming that he was that he may have known something of a facility there, but he of of, of a of some kind of precursor link there. But he they never got anything out of him as far as that goes. Alrighty. Quick player question. Yes. Uh, how many fate points do we have? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is old school. What do you mean fate points? Is it, uh, uh, well, you, can, uh, you can each have one fate point. Okay. Okie doke. As to what you all do with those, well, we'll figure out something. I'm going to hoard mine. Of course you are. <laughs> Wait a minute, Nikki's gonna hoard something. Just this once, I thought I'd be different. <laughs> totally un- un- unheard of. Exactly. <laughs> Unprecedented, that's what that is. Absolutely. Want to keep you all on your toes. I think originally you wanted to keep them because they were called yum yums, and you just. Thought that <laughs> Is it wrong? Is it wrong to want to keep all the yum yums? <laughs> I'm, I'm. I would like Reno to have. Uh, I don't know how to do this, uh, and and like not sound like I'm blatantly, blatantly cheating my ass off. But I want Reno to have picked something up at the archaeological dig that identifies it unmistakably as a, a precursor uh, artifact location some piece of pottery or a symbol or fragment of metal or something or a zippo lighter yeah whatever (laughs) there is a a symbol it's ooh you can look at it as sort of a like starlight scarab or a fly that kind of thing it's like a a circle with these two elongated uh, kind of what could be wings coming down from it ooh I'll try to come up with some kind of a graphic board Next time, that's and there's some, broken. some kind of uh, symbols on the wings. That's excellent. That's easier than an artifact. Just being able to draw that out. 
They have little smiley faces on the wings. No, not that the not symbol? smiley faces. Kind of weird squiggles. Kind of weird squiggles. Might be letters or, oh. or or pictographs okay. or something. No, there's no no. Or Cthulhu tentacles. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you figured it out. Ah. The game takes a turn for the weird. Here we go, people. Here we go. <laughs> I've just got, I've got screen a screenwriting brain operating here, thinking that if we encounter or actually if the captain or one of us or all of us actually manage to encounter this Captain Chadwick, uh, Captain Halberd, um, uh, and and need an ace card to get him to talk if he's just going to be sullen or or get him to excited or get him to spill the beans on anything, being able to draw that that newfound symbol from the most recent archaeological dig would. Uh, would push him, uh, push him into a different state of mind. That's sneaky. It's it's uh, it's. It sent him screaming. It's Adam's cinematic brain running before, uh, like uh, running before his horse to market. So maybe it's the <laughs> yeah. the elder sign. <laughs> it's a star. It's a tree. So how, how, how many? <laughs> That's right. So how many sanity points do we have? That's right. <laughs> sanity points? You have to roll to lose sanity points when you talk to the guy. Uh, no, I guess not. Basically, uh, basically sub in your 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 uh, side potential in there. There you go. Or your willpower. One of the two. Okay, good. Um, you are asking about the destroyer earlier. Uh, the uh, Zangid ship that yes. you took out in the first session was a, a, a destroyer. Uh, there's a, are somewhat different from from the Confederation ones in that they 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 don't have the ion torpedoes. Uh, it's unknown whether there that there may have been torpedoes on on board the uh, the destroyer that was uh, taken that was the uh, Lepanto, uh, but they're not sure. And in any event, from what they they know of uh, of uh, Halberd's the uh, the crew that he took on on board, they should be. It should be understaffed. Uh, the uh, typical destroyer carries about twenty crew. He may have had seven or eight. So we can take them because we've got theoretically. Ten. Well, that's you have that's a, a enough to a, man the, the basic a, like fully crewed in good operating condition. Yeah. Right, and that's assuming it's in good operating condition because it's been out there for five years or so. Oh, without a special space dock that we know of. Okay. Okay. So, do you all agree we should go and talk to Halbert first? Sounds like a good plan. I concur, Captain, yes. Hi, 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 Captain. Or Halbert. Right, maybe. (laughs) Let's see. Okay. So that's what we'll do. As soon as the ship's ready to launch and we have clearance, we'll go ahead and head out to the penal column. What's he going to do with this? Do you have any other comments? Oh, nothing worth repeating. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so how fast do you how fast do you want to uh, want to get there? It's about three parsecs away. Um, if you want to get there right away, it'll be 15 energy units out of your total of uh, 100, basically. Or 
And he said it takes us two weeks to regain our energy units. Over the course of three days, just five each. Uh, you would, you regain the, the, the you, you go, go back to it as a full energy every day unless the power core was like damaged from overuse. Which oh, every day, okay, good. Over, over 50, yeah. As far as we know, there's not a huge time constraint, so I don't see any reason why we have to get there in one day. So, um, what two will probably do? What is that? Ten power units? Warp two, yeah. So, and traveling to the uh, once you're in system, making your way to Panopticon itself will be another five, so it'll be 15 when you get there. I love the name Panopticon. Is there an actual convention by that name? <laughs> I would not be surprised, and it's probably a, a, a Doctor Who convention, considering that they always use that term. Yeah. But it's just too, too good of a name not to use. It is. It was actually the name of an, an actual prison. Hmm. Really? Like a a lifestyle where the security forces are in this tower in the middle of it, and they can look out and see into all of the surrounding cells. Therefore, you know the all-seeing eye kind of thing. Panopticon. That's right. That's right. I remember that. That that was the first Doctor Who convention. Was the first Panopticon. Well done, you. This says the first ever Doctor Who convention took place on Saturday, 6th, August 1977, and is now regarded as the first Panopticon. Hmm. But then there was more. I don't know what it says after that. No, I just got the pictures of the prison. And is it grim? I see all the links coming up in the the show notes here. Yeah, it's pretty dark (laughs) grim, yeah. Panopticon Prison? Where was that? Oh, holy cow. Oh, Cuba? Like oh, it says Cuba? Is that it's true? Got, yeah, it's got a tower that looks like a lighthouse in the middle and with a huge circular room that the you stand can stand on the tower and see all the cells all the way around it. Cool. In a grim sort of not very cool way. Yeah, all right. Wow. It's like a big Fresnel light is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that at any given time, half the population is always at your back. That is creepy. Ew. <laughs> so that's you have why to constantly keep spinning guard. around and around and around. Ew. Excellent place to, to hold a, a ghost hunting special. <laughs> Probably would be. Yeah, it looks pretty creepy. Just throw a whole bunch of green and blue and, and, and red lights all over the place and get some dry ice going and you're all set. Make sure it's done at night. But that's not what we're here for. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. We digress. Yeah, you get into, uh, into orbit. I'm... I'm- I'm going to take the liberty of assuming that you were having a shuttle prepped on your way towards the the uh, station so that that doesn't cost you any additional energy. Right, because we, we knew that we would need a shuttle, yes. Right, right. It was because of, of the 
the um, debris field and that they like to keep the their screens up, and also because they don't want someone trying to sweep by and like teleport people out of it. You know, that's that would be bad. Oh, okay. I thought it might have something to do with the border with the um, neighboring empire. Well, the closest neighboring empire are the Videni, and they're a, a decent ways away that they wouldn't get hit right away. Ah, uh, okay. But they don't discount the possibility that there may be Videni ships lurking about either, so... Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they can cloak themselves in that, so... All right. Isn't that a joy to, to, to know about? Uh. Anyway, you've arrived. Panopticon control guides you in. We're going to have all the player characters going in. Uh, Reno would like to volunteer for sure uh, for a shore mission. Okay, Doctor. Sorry about that. Um, if you'd like me to go, Captain, I'm happy to attend. <laughs> Sorry. What is your wish, Captain? Okay, yes. And I'm happy uh, to go pack my bag. And field gear. <laughs> and lasers. <laughs> God. I'm <laughs> <No>, sorry. <laughs> And uh, Eric, uh, your character too? Matt, uh, absolutely. I'm in security. I, secure. I think I should call up oh. to secure things. Yeah, Excellent. Make sure nobody's in here. <laughs> okay, number two has the helm, and we're ready to go. All right. The trip across the way is uh, fairly... Uh, uh, uneventful. They help guide you into the uh, the shuttle bay. There, there's one. Uh, there's one other shuttle craft on site, connected with the station, and that's, otherwise, that's about it. Um, guy in a, the oldish guy in a lab coat is there to greet you. Say that he looks a bit like. Uh, Kind of a kind of halfway between Milton Berle and Vincent Price, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oddly enough, I do. Yeah. Kind of a little Eddie Munsterish. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to Panopticon Station. I'm uh, Doctor McNee. Hello, Doctor. Uh, thank you for very much for. Uh, meeting with us. Yes, yes. Uh, it's not often we get visitors um, here apart from the every couple of months supply mission. So, so let's see. So you you know that we're here to interview um, Captain Halbert. Yes, yes. Hell, shall we? Is there anything we should know before we uh, conduct our interview? Mm, not a lot. He's fairly clever. Um, I mean, we haven't had any... We've had a couple of uh, 
believe it or not, he we've had a couple of escape attempts while he's here, while he was here. But we keep things pretty locked up, pretty tight around here. So, um, a couple of escape really attempts from him or from I mean, other prisoners. He's, he's not from from him. Yes, from him. Yes. Oh, okay. um, he, he, he hasn't really dealt much with the other prisoners at all. He sort of keeps to himself, stays quiet otherwise. Just means we have to keep a closer eye on him. But uh, doesn't get letters so from he's home or anything like, like, like that every once in a while. Usually. He's not kept in isolation or anything like that. In isolation, yes. We do let him out to exercise and that kind of thing. He sends the occasional message out, carried out letter style on one of the su- supply freighters. As far as I know, he's never gotten an answer to any of these. Um, and what were the contents, please? Mostly your typical letter to home. If he encoded anything into it, he did it very well. Thank you. All right, now look. We've all watched Firefly. <laughs> we know <laughs> that that's an ugly hat. No, <laughs> we, that too. But we also know how River alerted Simon Tam that she was being. So just because it, they look, is there any way? Can we see? You know, Firefly. That's on our ship's computer. From, from, from all the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we can we see these uh, letters? We have copies of them. Yes. Okay, that's good. I would like. So that's an idea. Rather than an actual code, there might be something that's just a uh, um, in, in, inaccuracies in them that would indicate that uh, he was trying to send a message. Yeah. Woven into the fiber of the paper. Oh no, sorry. Perhaps. <laughs> What's paper? We don't use paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you write the letters on then? But they have paper here, so that he can See? write these letters. I get See? Out. The prisoners oh. make it as part of their work rehabilitation program. Ah, only allowed snail mail for security reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes those subspace letters extremely interesting little tiny capsules <laughs> vacuum sealed capsules with little envelopes in them just add water oh wait <laughs> just a, 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 practic- a practical question are, are we still um, are we allowed into the facility uh, and to move about in it under their direction, of course, uh, while still have while still having possession of our sidearms. That was one of the questions I was thinking of. Yeah, is there secure yeah. storage for weapons? There is. Yes. Okay. And are we actually going to be in the same room with the prisoner, or will there be some sort of barrier between us and him? Uh, we can set up whichever whichever one you. Prefer uh, most of the uh, interrogation rooms are your standard open room, so we were go- we would we were going to have you in the in the same room, but we can uh, do it the other way if you like. I think that would be a good idea. 
Very well. We'll, 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 we'll get one of those set up right away. Okay. I'm sorry, having a barrier would be a good idea? Yeah. Oh, okay. But how will you get your shirt ripped if we have a barrier? <laughs> You've got to get your shirt ripped in some daring fight. <laughs> I have to expose us to the, the daring <laughs> hostage event. <laughs> yes. It's very important. You'll bust through the barrier like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he tears your shirt in an interesting diagonal wow. pattern down your chest, that's all that matters. Okay. That's very, very important when you're captain. <laughs> I'm, I'm an eight-foot-tall lizard man. Makes it all the more impressive. Trust me, when the you can reach up that tall. <laughs> that's another interesting question. Is Captain Halbert human? He is. Okay. Well, oh, our she... captain can take their captain. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, Dr. Captain Halbert may actually uh, rip his own shirt. That's right. Yeah, I mean, just, as long as he doesn't have a diamond cannon. Yeah. As long as he hasn't got any rope and bamboo, you're all set. No worries. All That's set. right. <laughs> now he didn't. Uh, that that barrier idea is excellent because he didn't get to be a, a a confederation captain by being a harmless wimp. No. And the fact that he's batshit crazy means he could do anything. So yeah. He okay. does appear to be lucid. Is this true, yes. Doctor? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. We, we do want provisions so the doctor can monitor him while we're um, interviewing him. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, okay. just put push her through the barrier and make her do. <laughs> Big shot collar. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Push me through the barrier. Oh, oh you are hateful. <laughs> I was only funnin'. <laughs> I was only funnin'. All right, then. <laughs> okay, so this we now do. All right. Anything else anyone else can think of? Who would play him in the movie? <laughs> Christopher Walken. Jeremy oh, Edwards. I love that. Christopher Walken, <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I used to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Precursor artifact. And I couldn't let the let the Vidini get a hold of it, so I hid it in the only place that I, that I could. <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh God! Isn't it amazing how I always seem to to jump to Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all you had to say. Okay, sorry. Anyway, standing by. So, are, are all of you all going to be there at the same time talking to him, or are you, are you going to have somebody looking through the light letters while you're talking with him? I'll look through the letters. I'm security. I suppose I should. Okay. I.e. nosy snoop is what you are, yes. Although I'm also the one that's the 
most combat experience, so perhaps I should go along with them and let somebody else go through the letters, because... So our captain is an eight-foot-tall lizard man, so... Hmm. Well, which one of us has the highest uh, probability of uh, being pretty, uh, exceptionally good at cryptography and, and pattern recognition? Uh, Not me. I'm just good at shooting stuff. What is that? a science officer. Well, I'm I'm an engineering. I guess. So that'd probably be, I'm would science, probably be right? A stone I've got plus one ship. science skill. Science would. Would, can we, uh, would can we do it? And you should actually have an actual science <laughs> skill number. Yeah, should be an actual science should skill I? Oh, number. I, do. I have uh, looks like a I have yes, for my you. science skill. I was looking at the wrong thingy. Is that good? Fourteen's not bad, right? The wall of fourteen or less on a on a d twenty. So you wanted me to. You wanted the doctor to be uh, monitoring him, so I'm not the one reading the letters. Unless I'm in the other room. Well, it's not as if you have no choice in any of this. Yaha, I'm just a minion. I'm the minion doctor. (laughs) Minion doctor, if you want to... Well, uh, I, I throw it to the captain, then. Would you... Captain, would you... Prefer me monitoring the prisoner or attempting to decipher what he may or may not have put in these letters? We, we can uh, go through the letters later on. Let's concentrate on the interview right now. Okay. As you will. Actually, the room set up. There's like, the, like plexiglass kind of thing with the air holes and that and all and all that and. In the middle of the room there. And they let him in the other door there. Kind of looks around. You sure you don't want them to bring me in on a... On a... On a dolly and... And let's not... <laughs> a mask on me while we're at it? Well, that's why we have the wall in case he bites, right? <laughs> I missed... I'm sorry. <laughs> I missed what uh, Mr. K said. Um, the first thing Halbert said when he entered his half of the room was, "Are you sure you don't want me strapped to a a a, a dolly and have a mask slapped on me?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not sure of anything yet, sir. The interview is just getting started. Yeah. Of course, of course. They have a little chair in the middle of of his portion of the of the room. He he sits down. Just looks at you. Okay. Don't forget all, all you have heard. <laughs> Don't look at my captain like that. It makes me jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Where do we start? Well, uh, reading is captain. I trust your uh, stay in this facility is, um, well, 
feels make, makes you feel nice and secure here. Yes, that's, that's one way that's, to put it. That's one way to put it. Right. Okay. Hmm. Who's the science officer anyway? Me. Uh, oh, the doctor's the science officer. I see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, Stona is probably closer to to that kind of a thing, but he's back on the ship anyway, and right, right. So, okay. So I would hope that we had also worked out a um, um, list of questions that we need answered for uh, our continuing our mission, and so that's basically what we're going to do: start asking him about um, uh, what does he know about. Um, Precursor artifacts. Oh, you know, a little bit here and there. Found a few. Hmm. Anything interesting? The uh, other than a wrecked facility on on uh, Summer Isle and possible hints at others that with, within Confederation space. Not a lot. I. Was there much variation? Into, Could you actually? Huh? Oh, go ahead. Continue. Ran into some opposition in following up in, in, from uh, official circles and following it up. So, really, why do you think? Why do you think that was? That. I don't know. <laughs> well, what? Do you, in, in yeah, your, we're on a huge uh, Skype delay, what, so what, apologies what for any talking up? over each other that is going to occur. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Could you repeat that, Andros? Oh, I was wondering what did he mean by um, following up? I was able to pull some information out of uh, one of the systems in that facility. As far as I can tell, oh. there should be some facility similar to it in any given, well, roughly a sector. I don't know if they would co- correspond exactly with what we have defined as sectors, but somewhere in that 10 by 8 parsec grid, there should be, at any particular one, there should be at least one facility if I if I figured things right. Interesting. So you thought you discerned a pattern for a possible basis. The beginnings of one. Oh, that is interesting. Let's see. Uh, the facilities that you did have a chance to inspect was there any way to discern what their purpose might have been? There wasn't a whole lot there once. But the one on Summer Isle, which I assume they've told you about, uh, was largely wrecked. Like I said, I was able to get some information out of it, but not a lot. And there was... 
another one uh, out in Capella Sector on a CAH-05. But uh, I wasn't actually able to gain entry into that one. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh, let's see. Hey, did you have question, any... Captain? Um... Oh, go, go right ahead. No, well, I'm, I'm merely curious in how a man who was able to steal a destroyer but was not able to access a little information, that seems highly unlikely to me. It wasn't the information, it she was the facility itself. It wasn't the information on the second, on the second one, it was the, it was the facility itself. That you couldn't access? Yes. With the destroyer? The first one... The, the, under your command? Well, if we blast it open... Well, I, I, I had not taken the destroyer at that point. I was still commander of the Calypso, which is a, a, a frigate. We stole the destroyer later. If you had the Calypso, why did you feel you needed the Destroyer? I'm, I'm just curious about this. It was handy. <laughs> it, it was there. <laughs> was there something that you felt you could do with the Destroyer that you couldn't do with a frigate? Oh, then it was a bit tougher and had better provisions for a lengthy time out in unknown areas. Not really. Uh, is this about this again? Because I thought they finished questioning me about the actual act of piracy some four years ago. Oh, I was just curious. Um, I was wondering if it had anything to do with um, investigating the precursor ruins. We haven't been well, privy to all the, yes. um, the debriefings. Mm, mm. So they're taking it somewhat seriously now. I would say, uh, I would say, Captain Halberd, yes, they are starting to take it seriously since, uh, since it has the potential to affect other civilizations from becoming a part of the Confederation. Discovery of. Uh, discovery of yet another precursor facility um, on a recent world during uh, during negotiations to uh, bring a civilization into the confederation fold had uh, very adverse effects on the outcome something you might find of interest which one which one I'm glancing at the captain. Do I have permission to tell him where we were and where uh, where it was found? Hmm. Because I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, ahead. yeah, we've got to offer this guy at least a little bit of a carrot. We can't just come in saying, tell us everything and we give you nothing. The only thing we have as yeah. a negotiating chip for this guy is his own interest in what's going yes, on. Yes, we can. He's stuck in a damn prison colony. What's he going to do about it? Clam up and tell us nothing. <laughs> That's, yeah. Essentially, it's like, why should I tell you anything? Oh. You're, you're giving me nothing in return. It was, uh, it was on Volar. So, uh... Your recognition Volar. of a, 
yeah it was uh, it was your recognition of a pattern um, is was quite well founded something else you might find of interest and something that might clue you in on uh, why you were unable to gain access to that site at CAHO5 only human DNA triggered uh, triggered uh, positive access to the uh, to the hidden uh, chamber no uh, none of the uh, indigenous species that was there and none of the interfering oh, crap what's the Klingon the, the Zengid Zengid none of the Zengid uh, none of the Zengid beings were able to gain access Volar that's in Rigelius sector yes as I've switched yes, it tabs <laughs> it is yes. it is uh, it is captain yes huh and required a human to access to the best of our knowledge that's the only uh, that's the only differentiating factor as far as on some morale it required a Taran interesting that is interesting so do you think there might be some uh, truth to the uh, the old uh, um, concept, uh, the old theory about the uh, precursor seeding the planets with uh, various life forms. Well, had humans been to Volar b before? Uh, for the Confederation, I don't think so. So, unless someone else got there and keyed the and keyed the systems that way. That seems pretty telling to me. Considering that the facility itself was discovered in an archaeological dig that it had more than long enough to be buried, absolutely. It, it does seem to rule out someone um, tampering with it recently, doesn't it? Hmm. Okay. So that puts this conversation in a whole new light. Then, what are you here for? Hmm. Well, uh, we've been ordered to follow up on investigating um, the various sites and um, seeing what information we can glean from them. What you seem to be saying is, is that if we have a variety of um, um, individuals go to each one from um, uh, as wide a number of different um, uh, people, uh, racial groups, we might uh, decide we might discover a key for other facilities. Hmm. Well, that's all well and good, but um, I guess I'd, I'd like to have some idea of what we might expect. Um, so that's the primary reason why I wanted to come here and talk to you, was to find out what your uh, 
your hypothesis is for um, all this? The, the purpose for the bases, what we might expect to find if we can uh, actually locate the series of complexes. I'm still trying to work out specifics on that. The um, the facility on Summer Isle we had collapsed from the uh, on the inside by the time the time we had opened it. Um, there were still some systems working, but obviously between issues with the language and that, we were able to pull some some star maps out, and that gave us the clue for uh, the following system for uh, CAHO5. But we weren't able to get into that facility at all. Okay. Oh, I have some. I have a question for the game master as a player. Yes. Um, did our Orders actually indicate what we were really looking for in investigating the precursor basis? Or is it just investigate the precursor basis? Basically, in, in, in investigate the basis, recover technology if you can find it. Considering that, that the, the, there were still systems online after... How, how old are these things? <laughs> uh, uh, they figure 10,000 years or more. Right. So that seems to be a possibility for uh, technology they'd be interested in. Um, but they already have one base to investigate as far as that goes, right? Yeah, the um, if they can get, get, get access to the to the uh, to the uh, to the the Volar base, they could get stuff out of there, or if they can figure out how to open up the other one. Although, um, although the uh, CAHO five base is not in the records that you were given by the Science Council, so right, right. And and thank you. Quick question: That I'm as a player, just um, did anybody say why? He couldn't get access into that base. I might have missed that. Or, or is is Halbert just the, saying he couldn't get in there? D right. Did he say the, why the, he couldn't get in there? The doors. There, uh, there, there, there was a, 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 a right. There was a, a, a similar set of, of doors on on Summer Isle, and they largely stayed shut right. until a a, a Taran officer approached them, and then they opened. Much like they they did for the humans so on Volar, they didn't have enough. Right. Okay. So so he didn't have like the proper, the proper uh, DNA sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Whatever sequence to open. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. I thought maybe there had been some other reason why he couldn't get access. That's all. Nope. That's interesting. So. Uh, homogeneous group like the Kazakh, is that, is that what they're called, um, wouldn't be able to access a base unless they just happened to find one that was key to the, their genetic imprint. Right. Yeah, well, that's that is very interesting. I can well, actually, I can think of other ways, but they're unsavory enough to try them. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
permission. Defenses in the bases. So you were investigated once you had access to the base. Uh, or once the doors no, opened, yeah. I we didn't see much. Like I said, the um, it appeared that some seismic activity had done some damage to the base before we got it open. Um, it would have had to have been something big because the uh, there's some kind of a metal shell around the facility itself with some kind of uh, duranium alloy. That would have had to have been some earthquake, yeah. Yeah. But then you can never tell as far as nature goes. That's true. A tectonic event could probably do it. Okay. Well, maybe... um, Maybe we can um, work based off some of your information uh, and um, bring back some of our findings for you. Uh, I'm sure you would like to get more information on what we actually find, assuming we find anything. Um, Do you have some more uh, possibilities of places we might look then? There are a few. I'm not 100% on them because, like I said, the information we got out was mostly star maps. I think I got everything lined up right, but it's hard to tell. The information may have been old. Planets may have shifted. 10,000 years, yeah. Hmm. Captain Halvard? Yes? I can fully understand your reluctance to... uh further indicate uh, any hot possibilities for other facilities because doing so I mean let's face it we know uh, we know that the crew that you have aboard the Lepanto had to have been given specific instructions from you to carry on investigating I mean we know you're we know you're not an amateur we know that you're quite a skilled and astute individuals, so they're going to be out looking too. Something you probably also recognize yourself is that uh, the Vanguard will be looking, other races will be looking, because the Confederation can't be the only people that have found facilities like this thus far. I'm curious to know... I'm curious to know whether if we should happen to come upon one of these facilities and by chance meet with the meet with the crew of the destroyer whether they're going to act hostily or not or whether there's a likelihood we have something we can say to them that would further the investigation and avoid hostilities just laying cards on the table as plainly as I can uh, for you, Captain. I suppose that depends on your intentions. Are you planning on trying to take the men? Granted, I could use 
company here, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't like it here. Well, I can't speak for the I can't speak for the Confederation. Obviously, they're uh, obviously they're wanted criminals. But as far as priorities are concerned, that would be up to that would be up to the captain and our orders. But I'm sure that our our first impulse is not going to be to run in blasting, but to find out just what can be uh, what can be learned and what can be recovered from 10,000 year old technology that may be too compromising a question for you but I would I would ask uh, if if you're willing to share what uh, what humanoid races were among your crew aside from the Torin that was able to get Summer Isle open so that we know what won't what what race what DNA pattern will not open CAH05 perhaps we have some among our crew that can be tried they were mostly humans we also had a uh, high cot and a the uh, Torin like we we mentioned and a a a day Ellen thank you sir mm-hmm that's helpful As far as something you mentioned to the crew, tell them to remember that time on 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 Genoa. Thank you again. It was a particularly good, particularly good shore leave. Uh, it's a shot. <laughs> they, it depends on you know. Obviously, circumstances I can't predict, but right, it's something. Can someone write that down and remind me if we ever run into these guys? <laughs> Remember that time on Genoa. I've got it in parentheses. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, the doctor, is it possible to have a, a word with you, Captain, um, over here quietly, momentarily, sir? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Which captain? The, captain. Yeah. captain? the doctor's talking. My captain. captain Hello. Hey, captain Vandal. <laughs> oh. Okay. Captain Vandal. No, my captain. He's on the other side. I yes. can't. I can't okay. get Halberd to come through the little. <laughs> it's, it's, you can try. Okay. The corner where we can't go through. <laughs> can you smash your face through this Lexan barrier? You. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I got you. Well, uh, I, yes. I am. Doctor, what can it, I do for it you? It occurs to me, Captain, I'm sorry to interrupt the discussion. Uh, yes, sir. Um, it occurs to me that um, he's not being as cooperative as he could be, but he obviously knows huge amount of information. I, and I'm wondering what the possibility would be if uh, we guaranteed his um, being kept under extremely secure conditions. Could we take him with us, sir? And then we might also have access to finding um, the 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 destroyer 
as and well. if he tries any funny business, we shove him out the nearest airlock. Exactly. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Or shoot him. It, it, that too. <laughs> Whatever works, you know. I think that but, would be an extraordinarily bad idea. To take him with though us? No, it would be... It would be um, uh, in game terms, extraordinarily amusing. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I think really, really promise to keep him from escaping or doing anything bad. Now, I, I, you know, <laughs> in television terms, it's freaking awesome. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> The funny thing was, I was going to have Tim try to bargain for it. So, hey, this is great. There's ten of us. Tim, come on. (laughs) And I personally, Captain, would never use that phrase that he offered you um, about the time in Genoa. That seems extremely suspicious to me. And his eyelids were flickering as he said that, which is a telltale sign of extreme lying. But we can discuss that later at another time. But as dangerous as he may or may not be, he does have extraordinary amounts of information that could be useful. Well, you know, it does occur to me that this could be an excellent opportunity to try out that collar you're always going on about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The collar or the... Oh, oh, the other collar. Okay. Cut to the the following scene. You want me to wear what? Next, I'm assigned a drill thrall. What next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, you found me. Yes, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah. It's like Marco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're playing Marco ah again. Oh, such a fun game. We were doing so well with our Star Trek adventure. And- <laughs> I'm sorry, our star, starships and spacemen adventure. I did not bring up the shock collar at this point. This was not my doing. I thought you heard mention that earlier this evening. Only perhaps, but not this time. This time, this was you. I was being so good. <sighs> okay, um, let, let, let's consult outside the room for just a moment, okay? Well, all of us. All right. <laughs> out of out of shot of um, well, I didn't Captain Halbert. Doing that. Okay. Mean, she made that. Let's take him with us. Offer right there in front of him. No, 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 no. no, no. She was speaking privately yeah. with the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I wanted to have a very good the rest of the crew out of shot. So okay. I'll, I'll leave you there. Sorry. Yeah. I'll. I'll. I'll I too will join uh, uh, Captain Vandal and. Bruce. Out in the hall or wherever the hell we are. <laughs> right. And, um, okay. So, why, the doctors brought up an interesting point that uh, in our investigations, the knowledge that Captain Halbert has would be extraordinarily valuable. Uh, what I want to know is if anyone could think of a good reason why we might want him along. <laughs> I, 
I'm impressed by the I'm impressed by the doctor's insight. I can think of two good reasons why we uh, might want to risk taking him with us. Uh, one is a bargaining chip. Should we run across uh, the destroyer with his crew in case they offer up hostilities or have joined up with someone else hostile and try and throw a monkey wrench in our works? If they see their captain. Uh, on board our ship and the other is I think he knows that uh, there's something to be had I think he, there's a piece of information he's withholding from us as in either a piece of technology or uh, or a, a full map or some prize that was worth going pirate for going uh going rogue and stealing a destroyer because just archaeological curiosity i don't know i don't think that's quite enough to push him over the edge or push anybody over the edge there's a prize to be had and if we watch him we might find out what that prize is what about the reason that he he put forward is is there actually um a long-term um can a destroyer actually conduct a long-term deep space mission for a longer period of time than a frigate? It's considering the, uh, their minimal crew. Well, the Confederation. Yeah. Well, you, as you you know, you well know, Captain. The Confederation isn't the only organization in space that has uh, repair stations and trade routes. Hmm. And I want some of that taffy or whatever it is you're eating, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll take a piece. <laughs> is, it, is it that loud? It's only rice. Ooh. Ooh. It, it is. It is. Uh... I'll, I'll have some of that too. <laughs> you say rice pudding? That tastes great. Donkey, you're having rice pudding and you're not giving us any. I love rice pudding. Right there in the hall. So <laughs> joys of being captain, right? Captain gets rice pudding snack. <laughs> one thing, you, one thing you can say about these nut houses—they've got great cafeterias. He gets, he gets the rice pudding. It's it's Thursdays. It's Thursday. It's Thursday at the nut house. I got you the cinnamon cake. Snacks. And my cat's glaring at me. You're she not even sharing with too. your cat. Boy, there you do that. Can't blame her for that. Um. Okay. Um. Cats just I would expect we have to get special. Uh, sorry, I'm getting back. Bye. I, Captain. Have to get special permission from um, whoever handles the military uh, legal system in order to take him out of here, right? Yeah. Well, it'd be it would mean contacting yeah. the Confederation and. Uh, um, uh, going over Gavin McNee's, uh, Director McNee's head, because I'm, well, I got, it depends on his disposition. It, it, he'd either be overjoyed that we took this guy out of his facility, or he'd be like, no freaking way, you're going to have to go get somebody to order me to release him or something right. like that. I, I would not expect him to do that on his own authority, yeah. Hmm. Um, plus, if we do happen to run into the destroyer, um, I do not like the idea of possibly being forced to um, give him back to his old crew. 
it seems to me that um, if we promise to take him out of this facility, they will make us promise to put him back again. Back into the captain's chair aboard the uh, Lepanto or back into no, the facility? Back, back into the facility. I mean, how much longer is his uh, prison sentence? Another five years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now, that's an idea. That's They might be willing to offer him a deal to shorten his uh, sentence in, in return for aid. Hmm. So we, we can mention that to um, command and see if they like that idea at all. Mention it to command or mention it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Both both command and Halbert. You were also, you were also talking about uh, the, the possible uh, disposition of his former crew uh, on the stolen destroyer uh, as being hostile to him, as in they abandoned him, or they would not be loyal to him at all, or we just don't know. I'm a little bit confused as to what you expect to hear from them should we run across them. Because I'm not all that certain myself, to be honest. Who knows? Well, there's a, yeah, there's a possibility they might have an offer of amnesty in return for, you know, maybe bringing back the ship or something. Or offer them um, uh, more appealing sentences. <laughs> you know, if they come back, it might not be a pleasant life being on the fringe, hunted, all that sort of thing. And in return for maybe just a, a year or two in a, in a lower security prison, uh, they might be willing to come back in. Well, if, this, if the Confederation thinks the idea. stakes... Yeah, it's an excellent idea. If the Confederation thinks the stakes are high enough, then it's certainly, uh, certainly worth uh, offering that up as a possibility. Or they... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I wanted to mention it to the Confederation before mentioning it to Halbrid. Just oh, absolutely. So we, just so we know what sort of um, bargaining condition uh, position we have with him. Absolutely. Okay. So um, he does. He, you know, aside from we, we wanted to get more details on his escape attempts, also to find out what sort of things he's been capable of. Um. um. He's been trying to to build, like, com devices in his cell, things like like that. Um, ah. That's how he ended up in in uh, in isolation. Nice. I mean, it's it's it's, it's nothing that would make it out of out of system, but in but in system. They figured there was a, a a a possibility he could make it work, and they weren't about to take a chance on that. So, well, that's interesting that he's been able to get the uh, equipment even for that kind of a uh, setup. I mean, it's not exactly a crystal radio, is it? Not exactly. No. It's both sad it, and it amazing is. what can be procured in a high security facility among the inmates. Yeah. yeah it, and there are certain necessary uh, the, 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 there there are certain necessities even uh, even high security prisoners need. And you really that don't know, want to know how they smuggle in the parts. How they get? No, I, you don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> conferring with a confederation officials. Um, yes. It takes a little time to shake things out, but they finally say, "Are you willing to take this on your own responsibility?" Because we are, if, if, if that's the case, we are prepared to. If he's able to help bring uh, precursor technologies that we don't have to, you know, into our knowledge, then we could see com- either reducing or even completely commuting his sentence, as, 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 especially if we can get the Lepanto back. Mm-hmm. And um, what kind of a deal could we offer the crew? That's going to depend on I mean- how they deal with you. I suppose if they if they're hostile obviously we expect you to defend yourself if not it depends on how helpful they are in turning over whatever is found to the confederation well one good thing is we haven't heard of them using the ship in um, acts of piracy or attacks on confederation um, facilities true At least as far as the attacks on Confederation facilities, we can't verify for certain that they have not engaged in in piracy over the last few years. But we have no confirmed incidents that they have done so. Okay. Very good. I think that um, that would further our investigation a great deal. I am willing to um, undertake authority to uh, uh, take this man out of the facility then. Alrighty, Captain so, Vandal. Go back and, yeah, yeah. I wonder if we might no. attempt uh, right. attempt some uh, some uh, um, intense scrutiny with a very large scrut of those uh, outgoing snail mail paper messages, just uh, just to see if um, there actually is anything of use that might be gleaned from them if they were encrypted in some way. Yes. Yes, we'll do that. Plus, from this moment on, we will um, prevent him from actually making any um, transmissions or sending out any letters. Excellent. We don't want him sending word on any change of disposition. I agree, sir. Thank you. Turning to Stona, saying, Stona, how good are you at rolling dice? Wait a minute. (laughs) That's not actually what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) and stone is actually back on the ship exactly yeah i thought that's where we were when we were talking to the confederation if we were still if we were still on the planet surface i'm sorry okay i'm sorry we're still on the planet surface yeah yeah you still do that from the panopticon facility yeah absolutely yeah we didn't have to go back on board uh yeah well then yeah i'd like to open up a line of communication to uh to uh stona and see if uh See if she uh, it was a she, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Sure. I thought it, I thought it was. Whatever uh, has come up with anything in examining his letters. There are a few consistencies. Exactly what they would mean, I could not say for certain. But there are certain patterns which indicate a subordinate message of some kind. Not much. Just a few things here and and there, but. 
there are several things consistently mentioned in every message in slightly different contexts each time. Hmm. Very clever customer we're dealing with here, Captain. I'm sure he didn't write out to tell them that the food sucks and that he needs fresh underwear. We do incidentally well, have find... another possible concern. Yeah, go ahead. We may have a shadow here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we may have a what? All of that got jumbled sh- for me. A shadow? Yes, there, there are certain displacements of the uh, debris field which may indicate a masked ship. Okay, keep monitoring um, the situation. Um, I'm just trying to think, think of um, something to try to um, determine what he's actually got there, but I don't want him to try it till we're on board ourselves, just in case. Uh, Okay. Um, stay alert and keep monitoring the potential shadow, and uh, we will see if we can do something to unmask it when we uh, come back. Very well. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, um, step up um, um, uh, alert status to yellow. Alert status yellow. Aye. Okay. So let's go back and talk to Miss to Captain Halbert then, and uh, see how he thinks about our proposal. Okay, and then cut back to the scene. Then I have to wear what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had a coughing like serious. Very serious. <laughs> it it's is for... basically the same sort of thing as one of those prison bracelets, you know? <laughs> Consider it a, a monitoring system that allows you to leave this place. It is relatively comfortable, usually. <laughs> and of course, it will have to be tested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. We don't have to do that unless he actually deserves. <laughs> or I'm in a mood. <laughs> 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 you will have you will have to restrain yourself. And you we know. are investigating the <laughs> and, and the mission is investigating possibilities of precursor technology. Yes, that's right. And um, the uh, Confederation has agreed to um, 
reduce your sentence and to provide you a scientific post if you are cooperative. Also, if we can... No, and a free toaster. And if we can, in fact, uh, locate <laughs> and bring the, um, the the missing destroyer back, um, they would be willing to negotiate for um, uh, leniency uh, for the crew. I've got to say, it's a pretty I'm good deal. Yeah. No, no, you're okay. I have to say that's a pretty good deal. Uh, what kind of duties would I have apart from whatever help I would give with the precursor artifacts? Um, purely research. Uh, we expect advice on um, uh, places to look and uh, in investigation and possible recovery of information. And... Um, you would have uh, the ability to aid in the um, analysis of whatever we find. Okay. Uh -huh. Have you told the good doctor of this yet? Yes, I'm aware. Thank you. Oh. The, the doctor uh, the warden. I meant Dr. McNee. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I, 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 I yeah, I, I said we, 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 we did skip a step. I, I was, uh, I was going to talk to him before talking to Captain Halbert. Yes. Yeah, well, he was. He's he just basically. Well, I don't know, but if the Confederation authorities gave you permission, then I guess you can have him. So. So he didn't really resist too 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 terribly much, although he 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 did weigh in saying that it's probably a bad idea. Okay. Um. Quite a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, if I was in his position, I'd jump at it too. <laughs> What's he going to say? Nah, I think I'll stay here. <laughs> yeah, Although the collar is a hell of a curveball. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty slick. We have to do something to make sure that he, he doesn't. Uh, um, abuse the, the what we're giving him. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have okay. it wired to this total suit. <laughs> <laughs> Immobilization suit. I thought, oh, what a beautiful idea. Yeah. Just press the button and he can't move at all, right? <laughs> Isn't that excellent? I like it. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Yeah, you ought to get have right technology. on working on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Busy in my lab. <laughs> okay, so I do want some security uh, put in place that uh, the radio cannot be, or any communications cannot be ask accessed without the proper authority. And 
right? And that um, the captain, the other captain, <laughs> will be um, restricted to uh, certain areas of the ship. Lido deck? He'll ac- have access to <laughs> Lido deck, pretty much. He'll have his own quarters <laughs> and uh, his own lab, which he will have to share with um, whichever of your staff you want to assign to him. I only have one staff, so it would have to be Ensign Church. Ensign Church. Okay. Uh, And you, of course, can monitor the situation as as well. Thank you, sir. Yes, I shall. In fact, in fact, in fact, I insist that you have Captain Albert under surveillance at all times by you and by security. As you wish, sir. Okay. Surveillance, or I would prefer he just be under constant guard. Surveillance, there's time for him to get away with something before we get there. Perhaps you could uh, use... What would the space version of of handcuffs be? You could handcuff him to you. I thought that was the collar was for me. I'm getting closer and closer to that hand truck and face mask thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, we could have a thing that um, if, uh, if he moves Plum to... Island, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Do we, do we really expect this guy to tear off somebody's face and wear it on the way? Uh... <laughs> wow. Try and hijack our ship, too. That's all. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. I have my eye no, on you, No, I was you, thinking Captain something along the lines of <laughs> if, if, he, if, he moved, if he moved too far away from the security guard that was assigned to him, it might automatically trigger his collar. Oh, yeah, that can be done. Yeah. Easy. I'd say about 18 inches away. That should do it. Yes. <laughs> Damn. So you just want the guard hovering <laughs> your shoulder the whole time? <laughs> So not, not yeah. close not close enough so that he can whip his hand out and grab the sidearm. Right. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, watch it, sir, or I'll go get some coffee. <laughs> okay. And the computer in the research facility he has has absolutely no outside connection with the ship's computer. Right. Okay. Direct feed. Or the internet. <laughs> or the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and no Skype. Absolutely no Skype for him. we. I'm trying to hit all the things I can think of. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> sedation as well, sir, if that would be helpful. Well, we do want him to think somewhat. I have an interesting neurotoxin that paralyzes the body but leaves the mind. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I need a traditional medicine from my people, but... Um, wow. Here, here, what do you think of this? Here, what do you think of this, Chad? Uh, we're going to leave your body here, but we're going to take your brain out and just bring that with us in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. So that's 
that's cool with you, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You won't get a better deal, Chad. I can call you Chad, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I see that you all are not fans of traditional medicine. All right, fine. And I mentioned it. The traditions I... on your world are pretty damn draconian, I got to tell you that. Holy crap. I think if you worked on the immobilization suit, that will be quite adequate. <laughs> Oh, I'd love that. He get, he starts running down the hallway, gets 20 feet away from the guard, <laughs> suddenly... <laughs> Boom. Falls over like a little... Falls over like a little yeah. green plastic soldier. <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile uh, McNee is like writing all this stuff down, going, this is great stuff, why don't we use this here? <laughs> Who says that he that he he doesn't? Really, <laughs> Doctor Brut, you want a job? <laughs> we got some hard cases. I could really benefit from your special attention. <laughs> Help us sleep a little better at night. Oh, I keep coming up with these things. It's um, hmm. I'm not really sure why. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> yes, sir. We will keep him under a very tight security and observation. Okay. See, the, the, the device has a blue wire and a red wire, but it doesn't matter <laughs> what wire he cuts because it <laughs> operates by Bluetooth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And all he's got is a trash 80 with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so... Yeah. So anyway, he agrees to the, to the deal, whatever restrictions you're putting on there. He mm-hmm. stops for a second and, and says, what are the odds we'll get to go back to Volar? I would love to see the facility there. I haven't seen an an in in intact one to this point. Um, is that one of the ones we knew the key to open it? Uh, that was the one that was on the that was that was where you all were in the first uh, session. The one that the human opened. Okay. Right. Right. But isn't it all in flames and whatnot now? Well, due yeah. To the, the, the whole kind of little, you know, war sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole war yeah. thing. You know. The whole, Gosh. The whole well, they could possibly they the Confederation still trying to. To to sort things out there. Yeah, that that depends on getting back there. Depends on the diplomacy. Mm. The planetary government is not um, necessarily receptive to us investigating the base. Hmm. That's a shame. Leave something behind, Captain. <laughs> Well, I would have just liked to have seen that that facility. Uh, I left. I when I was picked up, I was leaving a backup for some of my other notes on uh, RUEO one. So, if nothing else, we'll need those. Of course, that's out by the neutral zone. Not actually in it, right? Right. Okay. All right. Well, 
we can go ahead and plot out um, what are some of our more promising uh, possibilities to go have a look at and go do that. Uh, does, do you think there's any need to go to the, um, the first base? Um, perhaps uh, we might be able to glean more off their computer than you were able to the first time. On 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 Summer Isle. On Summer Isle, right? We could try. Okay, that sounds like a logical place to start. And uh, I guess that's for next time, huh? Most excellent. Yeah, probably yeah, because we do, are getting to, to that time. Mm-hmm. Although but do you, we get do we get is... him on our safe sh- our ship safely? What with yeah, yeah. The thing oh, floating yeah. in the asteroid field, yeah, kind of you, you know, well, hovering. Yeah, you uh, do do that, and as you, as the rest of you get to the to the uh, bridge, Stona is keeping track of it. Okay. Um, I'm these wondering. are these signs here and here and here. I haven't been able to track it back to a warp signature of any kind, but okay. Um, Nothing tried scrambler in that. But I haven't sorry. detected and did it, I haven't did it, did it detected an actual ship out there either. So it could be uh, a ship of some either a Videni ship or some other kind that uses a, a masking field. Masking fields operate by just um, um, kind of making the ship detectable to most normal um, uh, scanner technology, right? It makes it uh, in, in, invisible to, um, to, to 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 sight and to uh, most sensors. Uh, it can be uh, things like you, like when it's it's at galactic speed or or warp speed. It, you, it it can be picked up the signs can be picked up then but uh, if it's just been in in system lurking or, or, or around for the most part it would be hard to know right and it would have to be Except, moving much to see an actual uh, warp signature right right um, and of course it's a bit different here because with the level of debris here it's going to be displacing an awful lot just by just it, with its basic moving around. wondering if there's some sort of way to modulate the frequencies of our scanners to try and um, uh, pick something out before it can compensate if we could do that fast enough mm. we'd have to have something that would operate outside the normal scanner range yeah, yeah. and it may only work in this in this particular situation because of the the debris field that makes it a lot easier oh I see because you'd be able to uh, discover distortions from maybe behind it yeah okay tell you what why not try and bounce um, bounce a focus scanner beam off of the rocks that you think might be behind it and see if you, you can get something uh Something to hit it from the other side and see if we come up with some sort of void zone. Okay. I'll need someone with some uh, technicals to set that up. Okay, who's the technical person? I've got tech. I'm, I'm engineering. Open here. Okay. You got better than a 12? 
I'm looking for my uh, combat science technical. Where's my skills? Oh, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It isn't as I look it up here. It, it isn't called a masking field. It's called a shielding mechanism. Okay. <sighs> That's fine. Of course. Yes, it is. But doesn't masking field make it's a cloaking more device? Sense, whatever. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cloaking kind of, device. Yeah. Um. I I I don't know what uh, I don't know what I would roll against. I'm I'm officer engineer technical. You're a technical skill or lower on a twenty sided die. I'm looking for my technical skill and I don't know what it is. I've got combat, contact science, technical, and, and contact science and technical is blank. I don't know why, because I bolded it in red. <laughs> what uh, the hell? We're talking about, uh, are we talking about Muncie here, or is this... Uh, uh, Macaque. Macaque. Yeah. Cac. You know, it's a technical of 13. It's on the one in the... Uh, I have anything in the uh, oh, chat. In the Skype chat, yeah. Technical... Oh, I have minus 13. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, right. if you were using a, a dash to... I guess that's what I did, yeah, okay. Yeah. Time to go 13. And he rolls a... a 18. <laughs> <laughs> Want to use that, that fate point? Oops. Yeah, I think maybe I will. <laughs> Is that to, yeah, a fate point to re-roll. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs> and he rolls a five. That's better. All right. Yeah, that's that is that is better. Okay, and you're able to set up the rebound wave there, and and with other with it bouncing off of other debris in the area, you're able to pinpoint there is a ship there. Uh, you're not sure what kind it is, but there is something there. Definitely a vessel, Captain. Uh, I haven't got a silhouette uh, clear enough for a Jane for a Jane's identification, but uh, there's uh, there's definitely a craft where uh, Stona spotted it. Okay, well let's put up a hailing frequency, um, unidentified ship, and give its exact coordinates. <laughs> That'll put a spoke in their wheel. <laughs> All right. And do we get a response back? We're hailing it once, no re response, twice, and it starts altering its course away from the system. Do we get a general idea of what its mass might be? It you know, is like probably destroyer-sized. Probably. Yeah. Doesn't that just make sense? Okay. Hmm, dink I think not. Hmm. The Videni do have destroyers as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. But even so. And you're not that hmm. far from there. You're you're at a de at a decent expenditure energy expenditures worth of speed, you're maybe two or 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 three days from the from the neutral zone. If you really press it you can get there in one. <laughs> the ship that um, the um, uh, Captain Halpert's crew stole 
didn't uh, come equipped with a cloaking mechanism like that originally, right? No. Correct. It was a, a, a standard Confederation destroyer. Okay. So we will send a, um, a second message on a special military channel that only the Confederation uh, ships would, be, uh, would have access to. Um, okay. Basically, say, saying if 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 basically if you are, I can't remember the name of the ship. Uh, Lepanto. The Lepanta. Uh, uh, Lepanto. Please get in touch with us. We have inf- information urgent. You need to hear, and uh, broadcast that a few times, and then prepare to break orbit. Okay. It continues moving o- away. Okay. Um. Send down a warning to um, the um, uh, what you call it, uh, the warden. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. him that there the is po- poss- the director that there is. Uh, um, gosh, these these non-Star Trek names are always hard to remember. <laughs> Me too. Bideni. I know. But then he what? Yeah. Um, that there is potential activity from them in the area, and um, their their um, facility may be monitored from orbit, and uh, they need to take any defensive measures they feel necessary. Understood. Can you send us tracking information? Right. They'll send them what information we have about approximately uh, what its orbit had been and uh, what we can glean from its uh, movement, That what little we've been able to discover about it, and uh, let them know what how we were able to track it a bit. Okay. Thank you. We'll, we'll take that from, uh, from here. Okay. Well, good luck, and hopefully we will uh, be back in contact before too much longer. Likewise. Okay, Captain Amount. Am I actually Captain or is my rank Lieutenant or something? Lieutenant Commander or something? Your rank is only... Lieutenant. Yeah, you're... Um, lieutenant you're you're level three. Right. Your rank is Lieutenant, but you're... But you hold the, the title of Captain of this particular ship. Ah, I understand. So it's it's a, like, courtesy title, as, as pretty much. Right. Which is actually much the the same as uh, as uh, as the Halberds was because he wasn't really that much farther ahead of you all when he was doing his thing. So oh. he was actually uh, well. he was actually he was a, a bit high, higher up, maybe a, a commander that kind of thing. He I think I am going to. He probably would have had a, 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 actually gotten a destroyer command of his own if he had gone rogue. So, but anyway, I, I am going to call him Chad from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's. So there we are. You've got. <laughs> information and he's there under constant comfort 
Yes, yes right. And uh, <laughs> okay, so do you know where he is? Better um, hit the button, Justin. <laughs> we got a high cut that's barely oh. giving him a high cut that's barely giving him access to scratch his own nose. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you. Everyone's <laughs> 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 just reminding you of what happens if you try. Oh man! <laughs> the penal colony's probably looking a lot more attracted to this guy as the minutes roll by. <laughs> <laughs> just as a consensus, are we are we uh, setting course for what is it? Rueo one, where he left his notes, or someplace else? Um, I believe we're going to go to Summer Isles first. Okie doke. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So we'll do that in two weeks. And then I think two weeks after that, we we hopefully will have Craig running us running something for us. I guess that was the day, yeah. It was going to be uh, this... Uh... Oh, I can't remember. I'm, I'm, t- I'm going to take your word for it. That sounds uh, exactly right. First, I believe. Let me look yeah, up. Right. The twenty-first, rather than into. Right. Right. Okay. Into, into June, so we're gonna go for the twenty-first. So we next meet up on May seventh. Excellent. Very keen. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. This is neat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting to get the hang of it. Thanks so much. And, yeah. And, Nikki is I am sadistic. You <laughs> yeah. I am not. Yes, you are. You're no, vicious. Not. You're a vicious, vicious icon. Yes, I don't know what's gotten to me. I really should have been a security officer, right? Sorry, sorry. It's, this Very this bad works medical. fine. <laughs> it works fine. <laughs> I'm really patient sedated. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but... No, I when I when I start when I do get this review show underway, this game is going to be one of them just because of the weird ridiculousnesses <laughs> in the base setup, like the computer that only answers so many yes to no questions and the beam weapons that also double as your flashlights and stuff like that. You know, and I like the fact that the weapons list still has morning stars. Mm-hmm. The computer only asks, answering so many yes or no questions. That just, to me, smacks of Galaxy Quest, and I don't know exactly why, but it does. <laughs> it's funny. It sounds to me like a contact higher plane spell. <laughs> Probably not too far from that, honestly. I mean, I mean, I mean, the or, or, uh, original game came out in the late in the late 1970s. This version is ad- uh, adapted to be compatible with like Labyrinth Lord and the other retro clones. So, they, so it's the it's sort of of that old school resource management sensibility. I think is why they kept it in there. <laughs> but it makes no damn sense. <laughs> so. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Mark Kinney. This was uh, another fun romp, a chilly old romp in space. Awesome. Still haven't made him snap, guys. We've got to work harder. I think so calm. I don't think I'd like to see that, to be honest with you. <laughs> you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me angry. Yeah, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's like one of my first dungeon masters, just for a little extra color, used to use the critical hit tables from the Arduin Grimoire. Oh. Uh, I guess you'd, you'd have to be there to understand. Yes, it was extra deadly. I'm going to assume, you know, yeah, those are severe ouchies. I'm assuming yeah. about <laughs> as, as fun as the like role master critical tables. Uh, you could consider it the precursor to those. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know all about those. I when D and D Second Edition came out, I switched to Rollmaster. <laughs> yeah, I I have a copy of uh, Armslock Claw Law simply because a guy that I played D and D with decided to use that as the combat system rather than than the the, the regular D and D combat system. Oh, it was lovely. great having having a like monk that could kill five goblins around. It was <laughs> at, 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 nice. at like second level. You know, it's just damn. Yeah, <laughs> that's very cinematic. Of course, it's contrasted yeah, so not only by the had fact that it's and damage, but you also had random critical hits anywhere from critical A to critical E. Yep, and it was entirely different charts. It's cinematic, but it took twelve years to to. Uh, Run a combat round. It sounds like wasn't that bad, really. Yeah, wasn't I mean, that well, bad. Once you once you knew the like tables and that it 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 really wasn't that bad. But yeah, it it, it just looks like a lot because you have the separate things for bladed weapons, for for smashing weapons, and for other yeah. types of things. You had your bonus so rolled percentage dice to hit. So it's like zero. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever worked. So, is there anything we need to pre-prepare for next time? I'm Big Red Couch online. I think we're good. Uh... Well, Big Red Couch is uh, tentatively four weeks. Four weeks from. Now. I think uh, we're going to probably through emails come to a consensus over whether uh, he's going to run. Uh, he offered us the choices of uh, what he's got set up, and we can come to. Yeah. Uh... It's sounding generally like the ones who actually feel have particular feelings toward either one. Are doing more towards the uh, the uh, funky island one, so that may well be what we end up doing. Gotta have that funk Ow. because because most <laughs> of the of the of the rest of us have have been kind of oh yeah we can do either one. Yeah. And I admitted to the PC load letter one sounding kind of familiar because well, I think be they've been on, their, be on, fair, on their show before. To be yeah. fair, as one of the people who had. To- the quote feelings unquote. I didn't mean to suggest that I didn't want to play the other thing. I was just oh no no saying no, that's, oh it's actually that, that just oh I'm okay. I'm saying that the 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 rest of us have been it, it was like you and I think one other one pointed out Funky Island and the rest of us have, were just like yeah whichever one. So it's it it, 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 it isn't like you want to do one other than the other. Right, right. Something else entirely. For it. (laughs) Oh please! No, no, you have to roll for it or flip the magic coin of decision. I mean, we only have a choice of two, right? So the only fair thing. Combine them both. (laughs) Everybody gets a roll, you know, and whatever roll system that works for, and then we in. No, no, we have a wrestling match to determine for which game we play. Right. <laughs> there we go. Oh. With safe avatars. Yes. 
we can't. And then we roll for it. We can't make the roll for it until we. <laughs> yeah. We can't make the roll for it until we get into the canoe from the dock. And we've only got three hours to do that in. And when we have to decide which wrestling rules we're using. Exactly. The quiet wrestling rules. Okay, can't just flip a coin and jump in to do stuff like this. I mean, grappling in 3.5 is just horrible. <laughs> I, I prefer Savage Worlds myself. <laughs> we're going to get an email from Craig saying, uh, guys, you know, uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go over here now. Sounds <laughs> good. Busy that week after all. Yeah. Very musical. You know, <laughs> they've been listening to us for for this long. They gotta know what they're getting into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they're forgetting is the terror of Funky Island. Funk is actually in reference to the smell of the island. It's got a horrible <laughs> funk to it, you see. That's so. Yeah, the joke not, is going to be on us when we get there. Coming, There's you know, no dancing skeletons or anything like that. A horrible stench. <laughs> I thought it was to avoid copyright infringement. That's Fozzie's island. I thought it was to avoid copyright infringement on Treasure of Monkey Island, oh. which this, of course, would have nothing whatsoever to do with at all. Just of like, course. you know, it could be Starships and Spacemen is not Star Trek. <laughs> right. And that would kind of Definitely blow up in my face because I've never even heard of, much less played Treasure of Monkey Island, although it sounds very you would Indiana Jones-ish. It's a PC game that you would get a hell of a kick out of because it's got, like, it's got just the kind of puns you, you like to uh, load up and fire yourself. Um, yeah. Sounds like it's, well, if it's uh, not full of, of design for no issues. progress whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> As man said when eating his banana, it sounds like it's got plenty of appeal. I there we go. That's oh. it's just. Just to get the ball rolling, there you go. You had to mention it, right? Yep. There you go. I'm sorry. I offered too much information. So Craig will show up with something in hand and, and, and... Sorry? Yeah. Andrews heard a good what? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Two back to you. You're walking uh, far. Two right? Crap, Martin, you're breaking up. You don't serve bacteria. Oh, okay. I'll talk... Okay, two bacteria walk into a bar. The bartender says, we don't serve bacteria here. The bacteria say, it's okay, we work here. We're staff. Oh. 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 Wow, that's awful. <laughs> Excellent. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, okay, folks, it's quarter after okay, ten. I, it first. I had to mold it over for a bit, but uh, yeah. Oh. It's a thinking joke, yeah. Did you say mold it over? You said mold it over, didn't I did. you? Did you say mold? I did, yeah. Ah! Nope. That's, that's... <laughs> oh, Only a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's quarter after ten here on the East Coast, and just out of the pure self-interest and willingness to escape, um, I'm going to say good night to you all. 
<laughs> and thank you again, Mr. K, and everybody stay safe. Stay safe and have an excellent, excellent two weeks. All right. Good night, folks. Just like the cheese trust. Okay, good night, everybody. Take care.